Hello and welcome to The Flicksters, the place where two movie geeks bring you all the movie reviews and news you can ever want in your lifetime. You can download our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, CastBox and Anchor. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. See you there. Deval, before we start, there's something that I've got to just do. Oh yeah, what's yeah, that? Yeah, one thing, I just got to do one thing, yeah. Hopefully this will get picked up. What was that? Uh, a, a fax machine going on, <laughs> going haywire. Oh, come on, man. Morse code. I don't know. 24. I never watched it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, that's one thing I never oh, got to. I never got to watch uh, 24. Uh, I know it's good. I've heard good things about it. You know, Jack Bauer, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. I know it's good. I just, I just never got to watch it. That's why we got all the whole James Bond, Daniel mm. Craig, like, you know, that d- oh. gritty, dark and, you know, brooding yeah. and all that. It, that comes from that man. I thought that was more Jason Bourne that has. Yeah. So the, the, yeah, that's what, oh. like, Jack Bauer, Jason Bourne, James Bond. They're, they're all the JBs, buddies. aren't they? They're all the same, man. Oh my, do you know what? That is it. Oh my gosh, JBs, they man. They all share the same DNA. Oh, do you know, we just figured something out. I know. Wow. Okay. But Damn. Deval, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm good. 24. Friends. 24. 24 hours, you know, <laughs> in a day. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, gosh. Also, tw- oh, 24 is our episode today. Yeah. <laughs> I get it now. Oh my gosh. Yes, ladies I'm and so gentlemen. Slow. Episode 24. Episode 24. <laughs> and for all you Jack Bauer fans and 24 fans, come on, man. That that theme music is brilliant, man. Seriously. I know Marcel is a huge Jack Bauer fan. Yeah, he is. He yeah, is, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but no, look, another episode. Yeah. I, another know, actually, week. I do like the way you just added some sound to our show because I think we could add some more flavour to our show. Yeah. And that, that's a because good Because the addition. only sound that we're getting at the moment is when you do Anniversary Corner, your <laughs> yeah, little that thing. shit jingle. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Okay. Now let's get into our shout outs. Who are we shouting out this week? Today we are shouting out Will. Now, Will is a massive, massive, massive movie buff. Uh, I got talking to Will during the week and I didn't realise how much of a massive movie buff he is. He knows so many things about movies, not just about the movies themselves, but behind the scenes, behind the, scenes. the making of things and that. all the controversy. He knows all of it. He also emailed me a massive, massive hidden gem list. These are th- films that even I haven't heard of. Okay. And whenever that happens, it makes me yeah. start to tingle. You exactly. Know? So yeah, Will, he's, he, he knows his stuff and he's, he listened to our podcast on the way to work the other day and he said, yeah, he really liked it. Thanks, Will. So, uh, so yeah, massive shout out to Will. Thanks, massive Will. Massive shout out. And then next we have Erica, who, who we shouted out before. Yes. Erica is our number one supporter in, in the United the States. States of America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. She's over in Chicago, Chi-Town, the Windy City, representing Flicksters, <laughs> stateside. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so no, she actually um, messaged to say that uh, we are a part of her morning work, a morning walk to work. Yeah, I morning walk say. to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah so she yeah. walks to work 
getting in her exercise and she listens to us. Basically, we keep her going as she's going to walk. That's what we want to hear. I said to her, if she listens to us in the mornings, she will never walk alone. (laughs) (laughs) She will never walk alone. Exactly. Erica, come on, man. Download this show. Keep us with you. Exactly. Thank you, Erica. Thanks for that. And Emmanuel again, Emmanuel actually, he pops up now and again. Emmanuel's one of our follow, uh, follow or supporters, I should say, who really loves the show. And he's always mailing us about different things. He's, yeah. He actually, he's like, he's almost like one of our little birds who tells us news. Because mm, a lot mm. of the times he tells us news that's happening and, and so on. But yeah, he's, he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he keeps laughing about what we say in the show. I think he <laughs> likes the comedy more than the actual films. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just laughing about stuff. So yeah, I thought yeah. I'd shout him out again because Emmanuel's always inputting yeah. in to the show and he listens as well on the yeah. way to work and so on so thanks Emmanuel. thank you Emmanuel and then another E there's so many E's this week Erica exactly. Emmanuel and then last but by no means least Elliot aka Van Ann who's actually a close friend of mine yeah and um, yeah he's actually uh, he's like a little birdie he's not little in real life trust me but <laughs> yeah. he actually sends a lot of information he Wicked. actually uh, sent us some, some information that we're going to talk about in today's news about mm-hmm. Game of Thrones yes uh, so yeah he's a, another, another movie buff loves TV shows he's one of those people that tells me to watch things and I'm like no 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 I'll do it next time I'll do it next time yeah. and he's watched it like two years ago yeah so like you know things like uh, Bleach for example and yeah. some of those mangas like Attack on Titan and stuff He's what he watched way before I did and then I, I got involved in it so Big shout out to Elliot. Shout out to, you know what? I've got to do a big shout out to my man. He's kind of like a mentor, really. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah, seriously, man. This this person has been in my life ever since, like, say, from, you know, teenage years, right? Okay. And always, 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 we would be talking about films. We'd, we'd be talking about, like, making films, writing films, action films, going back, martial arts films, like, everything. And, like, kind of like what you said about Elliot. Okay. I've got a big shout out to Danny who is like a big supporter of the show. He listens and I just got to say thanks for listening and keep listening and hopefully we'll bring you more hidden gems. I heard that. All right. So now I want to speak about this one first because you know what? Flash Gordon is... (laughs) Yeah. It's a... Well, I mean, when you think about Flash Gordon, it's... uh, Do you remember Ted, the movie Ted? Yeah. Mark Wahlberg and Seth... uh, What's his name? McFarlane. Yeah. And then they did Ted 2. Yeah. Flash Gordon was in yeah, it. Yeah, 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 he was. He was was he the, the landlord or something? Uh, or, or, or he was... Did he, he was in a flat, isn't it? With a flat. He was in their apartment yeah, next to them or something yeah, like something that. Like that. Know, and he was like party. coking it up and like, yeah. you know, all this sort of stuff. But I mean, um, Flash Gordon is like a classic from the 70s. Oh, yeah. Um, so tell us about what the news is. Yeah, so from what I understand, the Overlord director, Julius Avery, is going to direct a, uh, a reboot or a retelling... Uh, some form of Flash Gordon. Yeah. Uh, Not quite sure yet when it's going to come out, but we'll obviously let everyone know when that happens, when they start shooting any, uh, you know, on-set images and script uh, script contributors and and obviously casting as well is going to be massive. I don't know who maybe uh, at the moment... Oh, I don't know. Mm, who think? could yeah who could be like because because so in the film like tall to think, blonde yeah. blonde hair I Obviously, mean Chris Thor, Thor Thor <laughs> I mean <laughs> you know it's funny he actually <laughs> he might he might be in the running for that yeah but I was also thinking if they want like a more like I don't know jovial version of, of Flash Gordon yeah how about you know uh oh man what's his name he he's a bit of a wacky character but he was in Predator 2 or he he was in Predator 2 and his son was in the Predator 
that came out recently. Boosie. <laughs> Boosie. Jack, uh, uh, I think it's Jack Boosie. I don't know his son, I don't yeah, know yeah. the younger one. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's not, not, not young, young, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. modern one. The mod- yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, he, yeah, he'd be a flash He Gordon. would be quite quirky, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know, we'll see. But yeah, any more news we get on that one, we'll let you know. But yeah, you're right, Flash Gordon was an institution I know. in the 70s and 80s. And a lot of people of our generation, what do, we, what do we call ourselves these days? Millennials. We're, no, we're, I don't think we are. I don't are we think not millennials? We, no, we're not. We I don't are. think. Oh, I think it, yeah, we missed it. Just misfits. Just bloody, oh, well, yeah. But Oldie, yeah, so people, people of our ilk, of our generation, understand exactly. the importance Flash Gordon has in society and, yeah. and in sci-fi films that have, you know, spawned from that. So, yeah. Flash. Yeah, should be good. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I love that, man. That was brilliant. <laughs> um, all right. So tell us about James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn, uh, as everyone knows by now, uh, director of Guardians 1, Guardians 2. Uh, a mysterious uh, rehire James Gunn poster mm. suddenly appeared near Disneyland Ooh. recently. Bansky? Sorry? Could it, could it be in Bansky? <laughs> I don't know. Nah, doubt it. I don't, um, but I don't listen, know. <laughs> I mean, Disney, they're not going to... I mean, I think it's gone now, isn't it? It's, it's gone, the, it's the gone. But sailed. it just goes to show that no matter what happens, the people... You know, and if you're making these these projects, these you know films, these productions for their people, mm. the people have spoken. Exactly, they have spoken. Will Disney listen? You know, Disney have got a lot of they got the stakeholders, they got the reputation to to you know consider. So, what's more important to them, stakeholders, reputation, money, or the people? Or the people. This is when it really goes to show. But obviously, he's gone now. He's gone to uh, DC. You know, he's going to do uh, Suicide Squad two. But who knows if in the future. I reckon he might come back. Do you know that? Do you reckon? Yeah, like, you know, they might just say, look, let bygones be bygones. Mm. Come back. We made a mistake. We effed up. And look, here you go. Here's... Here's Guardians of the Galaxy 5. Five. <laughs> We're going to give you that like, five picture. Nah, actually, look, I don't know. But I mean, it's just one of the things. They, they could backtrack. Mm. You know, mm. it's, you know, stranger things have happened, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, now, okay, now let's start to kind of trickle. Let's start feeding everyone now this mm. Game of Thrones stuff coming okay. through. And there's, there's kind of a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So first up, I just want to quickly mention... Now, Naomi Watts, what has she been famous for? T- tell us about Naomi Watts. What's she, uh, what's she done? I first saw Naomi Watts in The Ring. It came out in 2002. Yep. Uh, yep. She's been Remake in many other... Film. Yeah, she's Australian by origin. I think she was originally from years ago. She was in Home and Away. The, the, oh, the, the, the everyone's TV come out of Home and Away or Neighbours. One of those two, man. Yeah, yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. His brother. Kylie Minogue, Kylie Minogue, obviously from back in the day. Jason Donovan. Yep, yep, yep. And Margot Robbie as well. You know, yeah, so the yeah. list goes on. That show create talent. Yeah. So, so yeah. So Naomi Watts. Uh, I first saw her from The Ring. She's been in uh, Mulholland God, Drive. Uh, Mulholland Drive. Yeah, she's been in uh, King Kong, the 2005 of Which Jack I Black. Was, I was uh, I was a big fan of that one. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. It's actually like quite good. Yeah. What killed the beast? Beauty. Beauty. Killed the beast. Oh man, <laughs> Joker. I know Jack Black. His, his <laughs> eyes, man, be like crazy. Um, but yeah, so she uh, she's been in a whole host of of of, of films, successful ones as yeah. well. But she has been uh, tipped to star in the new Game of Thrones uh, prequel. I yes. should say. Yes. Uh, so that's massive. I mean, they, they, this is Hollywood talent because obviously when Game of Thrones first came out, 
I mean, Sean Bean, we, everyone knows Sean Bean, but apart from... In England, everyone exactly, knows him. Exactly, but then the rest of the cast, the, the rest of the cast were great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And they were all strong in their areas, but they weren't maybe household names no, as they knew? are now. Who knew Whereas, Sophie Turner? Exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. But now they're obviously looking to some household, household names to kick off the prequel. So yeah, interesting. And do you think then, if we have someone like Naomi Watts on the show, then they could bring in other kind of Hollywood greats or big wigs? Because I ask this is because... Julia Roberts is in a show mm. on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So yeah. she's kind of moved into yeah, doing yeah, like, you know, yeah. you know, streaming stuff. It's true. And it, it goes to show the power of the streaming service. Mm. Uh, there's some stats that were sort of released quite recently about how on-demand services have now leapfrogged uh, traditional pay-per-view services. Yeah. And that's just in the UK. Mm. So m- many more people are actually viewing their television via on-demand Sort of like streaming services, hardly anyone watches things live anymore. So, yeah. you know, these agents know this. They they do they, they do the analysis, and they're obviously you know they're telling their their actors. You know, that they have to you know tell them business sense. Okay, do this because you're gonna have a bigger audience, yeah. and yeah. the money is there. This is the future of the of, of entertainment. Of entertainment, exactly. Yeah, so, so yeah, so I can see I can see it more. Shot Sandra Bullock is gonna be in uh, the the bird. The bird, is it the bird cage? Not the bird cage, the bird something, the bird box. Uh, yeah, we, and we spoke about that yeah, last we spoke week. about that last week. So, I mean, these are big names going yeah, on to, man. you know, Netflix and and so on, Amazon and Hulu. Yeah, they're, so, all, yeah. they're all kind of big players. And keeping it, still keeping it with the Game of Thrones, there was mm-hmm. something that George R. R. Martin, the creator of Game of Thrones, uh, the, the books I'm talking about, yeah. he went on record and he was said, look, you know what? We're going to go back. We're going to go back like, say, like 10,000 years yeah. or, or whatever it is, yeah. like thousands of years before yeah. the Game of Thrones thing. Th- what they're talking about is that the period where Naomi Watts is going to start acting in or, or, you know, this period of time called the Long Night. Yeah. And this goes back and we hear, we've heard that, you know, we old Nan stories, old Nan from, uh, from season one, from yeah, season yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, the long night, the last in a generation, like, you know, all this sort of shit. Right. So, um, you know, you're going to have like white walkers, you're going to have the whites, you're going to have mm. brand, the builder, you're going to have the, the, the children. No, what are they? The tree people? No, uh, well, the children of the forest, children of the forest. Yeah. We're going to see all of that. Yeah. It's all going to happen in the long night. And you're oh. right. In season one, there was a scene, uh, the, the scene talking about was when Bran, had fallen off the tree. Yeah. And uh, his sort of nanny was reading in bedtime stories of the long night. And yeah. it was like 8,000 years ago. This 8, is compared to what ago. we're seeing yeah. at the moment. And they talked about how, uh, you know, kings froze on their thrones. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, kings froze on their thrones. Yeah. And, wow, that's quite poetic. It is, you know, yeah. it's true. Yeah, they, I mean, it was so long. Mothers would, you know, would uh, literally suffocate their kids yeah. to, to save them from that, that torturous winter. Yeah. So many things happened in that long night. And yeah, the long night is one of the stories that's going to be the prequel and going to be what we're going to be seeing next. Yeah. Production starting from next year to be released in 2020. It's going to be wicked. So it's going to be more than wicked. I mean, originally there were like five stories that were going to be spun off from the Game of Thrones. Yeah. But we spoke about this a few weeks ago. Yeah. They thought, let's concentrate on quality rather than quantity, which is what I think DC is doing at the moment. Yeah. And trying to get so, sorry, not DC, Star Wars is trying to do it at the moment. They're trying to give too much rather than give, you know, yeah. quality. So I'm really looking forward to the long night. I know. You know, who know. doesn't like a long night? I know. I know, man. Rather than a short night. Short night, exactly. <laughs> and keeping it with another bit of Game of Thrones news, there's, there's talk of this final season 
the ending of this final season is going to end on a, you know, like there was the Battle of the Bastards yeah. in the previous one, right? Oh, I know what's going to happen. Oh, Thanos is going to come and click his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come and click his fingers and the White the Walkers snapcher. are going to go. And, <sighs> and no, but there's this talk now, this is me being serious. Yeah. They're going to bring in a new character called uh, Michael Myers. <laughs> to kind of, no, no, seriously. All right. Okay, be serious now. There is talk of there going to be an epic, epic battle, which is the battle of all battles to end. And there's going to be a lot, a lot of sadness. Like I'm telling you, people, people are going to die, man. Next year, man. Seriously, oh. I can't wait. I can't wait. And there was talk of them saying, uh, you know, a few of the actors like Jon Snow, Jon Snow, he's kind of the like- bastard. The bastard. He's come out and said, you know what? They could have, there was talk of them actually ending it on making three films. Serious. Yeah, but then they were like, they're going to be an hour long episodes. They're just going to be epic and the final is going to be a massive battle. I can see that those, ep- those last episodes coming in the cinema. I can see them being People in the cinema. Will go People out will and watch run them. to the cinema to watch that. I, I would. Yeah, 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 definitely. Even though I got out at home, I'll still go to cinema for yeah. that. Yeah. Oh man, watch it on the big screen. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so now I think we have, have we spoken about, I'm not sure, but it. It director Andy Muschietti, mm. okay, um, has finished wrapping It yep, Too. Yep, it, it Too has wrapped. So yeah. that's going to be out. Well, yeah, because films tend to wrap principal photography mm. a year before release. It's meant to be out next year, September. Yeah. I think the 6th, I think it is. So there could be some, you know, reshoots and so on. But yeah, for now, all it done. Has, it's all been done, which is great to hear. I know. I'm I, looking I, forward to I'm it. I'm looking forward to that one. It, it one was great. It was. I just like the original Stephen King adaptation that came out in 1990. It's it, it's also going to be set in two parts because yeah. in 1990, the first part was the kids, second part, the adults and just a whole yeah. heap of madness. I know, I know. You know, conjured up. Oh gosh, man, <laughs> stop it. And then, uh, and then as I was kind of d- digging around a bit more, so this guy, this director, Andy yeah. Muschietti, he's also been tipped to direct the live action uh, Attack on Titan movie. Yeah, it's it's. it's uh, I know you haven't seen Attack on Titan. Have no, you? the no, manga no, no. is wicked. You meant, you've, you've mentioned this before, yeah, right? It's one, yeah. of the, it's one of the best best mangas. It's wicked. There has been a live adaptation of it before. Yeah. Uh, there have there has been a live adaptation of it before, but that's been the sort of Japanese version, which is I saw it. I actually quite liked it. I actually quite liked it. It was a good. It was a good. Uh, attempt because attack on titan the premise is crazy yeah there's these big sort of humanoid monster things that are basically this is years in the future humans have been like fighting these massive monster things that they can't they can't beat them basically so the humans have made these sort of stronghold uh like cities that are fortified by these massive walls to keep Mm -hmm. these monsters out and then the humans have to defend these walls they've got different factions they've got rangers they've got the different like soldiers and so on that have the different roles and making sure that these these walls are secure. Right. So basically, the humans in, in in the manga these things are massive. It's like and the way the humans fight, it's almost like a bit like Spider Man. Oh. They've got this like machine. I can't remember the name of the machine, but it's like a a slingshot where they can sl- sling themselves across. The room, well, not the room, sorry, across, like, across a, like an area yeah. from building to building. Because these things are so big, sometimes you can't, you can't do it on foot. Yeah. So from building to building, they're slinging themselves, slinging themselves across. And they've got these samurai sword, swords, yeah. which as they swing across, they can slash the, 
the monsters because the monsters are not very intelligent they're quite they're like they're like massive toddlers ogres. yeah kind of thing <laughs> yeah, they sort yeah. of walk around the place not much intelligence no strategy yeah so like if, if you can get a good hit on them you can take them yeah. down but, but what what it is what they have got is the strength and yeah, the size yeah and they eat humans if they okay. grab you they're gonna eat you that's what they do they don't they just eat you they bite your head off it's crazy. Yeah. So the the, uh, the anime is really good. Okay. The, the live action Japanese version was a good attempt. And if if uh, Andy Muschietti is going to uh, direct a you know like American version, yeah, I want to see how that comes I out. I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah, but that's the, that's not the only thing he's meant to be. What what, what else is he doing? Yeah. So we understand uh, a HG Wells uh, adaptation of the Time Machine. Yeah. Oh uh, wow. Because take this. Time Machine came out, was it 1999 or 2000? There, uh, there, was, there was a film version. Yeah, with uh, Guy Pearce yeah. and Samantha Mumba. Yeah. Remember, oh that, my the God. Time Machine came yeah. out, that was quite a while ago. And But the actual novel, like what it's based yeah. on is from the 1800s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is like yeah. classic yeah. literature. Is H.G. Wells also the guy that done the Attack War of the Worlds? Yes, someone else. I think so. You know, the, the, that, there was that radio broadcast that was meant to be. No, uh, no that was Orson Welles. Oh, okay. it was too many Wells, man. That was, that was okay. Orson Welles. But Are they yeah. related? <laughs> well, who knows? Okay. But yeah, but yeah, oh, so, yeah you remember that one. Yeah, 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 yeah I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that was a good film. The it was okay. Um, <laughs> and also, this, this film has links to Leonardo DiCaprio. Le- What's that about? Leo DiCaprio is going to be kind of. He's going to play like the guy Pierce. Like, oh, okay. He's going to be the new oh, guy okay. Pierce, basically. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, I'm surprised uh, uh, Eva. Christopher Nolan, or why or, haven't they like done or this? Or what's uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his what's his his other collaborator? The Italian guy, uh, Denis. No, 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 the Italian guy that does uh, like they done Shutter Island and Scorsese. Scorsese, so, yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, what, usually why, they always work with Leo, don't exactly. they? Exactly. <laughs> but apparently, look, just to kind of like a bit of a quick, quick breakdown. So he builds a time machine. Mm. He travels ten thousand years into the future. He meets the, the the future us. They're savages. Mm. Somehow they steal the time machine. They go back in time. He's then got to go find a way to kind of stop everything. But the, the premise is amazing. And I think this guy is going to probably do a great job. And if it's Leo, I mean, come on. Mm. Yeah, yeah, It'll be great. It'll be yeah, worth watching. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so that was that. And all right, I think we've... Did we mention this before? Or we've kind of maybe... The, I asked you this question. Who else yeah. would you like to see from the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe, which kind of like secondary character, a person mm. who hasn't got their own film, who would you like to see have their own series? And what did you say? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember actually. Was I it, think he did say it, Falcon. Old, did I say Falcon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Falcon. Or, like, you know. There's quite a few of them, but, but yeah, Falcon definitely for sure. Cause he's got a history. Yeah. Remember in Winter Soldier, he talked about being a, a pilot or like a parish, a para, paratrooper. And yeah. You know, he, he saved some people and like, you know, yeah. with, with these wings, his prototype wings and, you know, so yeah. Yeah. So what's happening now? So Disney Play, which is going to be the new, that's what it's called. Oh, that's going to be called? Yeah. Okay. So Disney Play, the new streaming service coming soon uh, from Disney. They are going to launch Falcon and Winter Soldier and they're going to give them their own shows. So... I can't, I'm not sure if they're going to get separate ones or if they're going to team up. From what I understand, it's going to be like a buddy type uh, show, like you know a what? Lethal, lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, because I don't know if you remember in Civil War, it was Cap, it was Falcon and And they Bucky. were fighting uh, yeah. Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah, but yeah. They, they were like a like a pairing. Remember yeah. when in, in, the, in, the, in the car when Cap went to go and speak to 
Sharon Carter yeah. and they had that little kiss yeah. and F- uh, Falcon and Bucky had that little joke in the car he said oh move your seat forward <laughs> that <laughs> stuff was like it. that yeah. and then, then the fight you're referring to they had they paired up against Spider-Man yeah. they've got this kind of like serious man and funny man kind yeah. of vibe going on sure so I think it will lend to a really good uh, story between I them I reckon and the, the enemy that they're supposed to be facing is the uh, oh, they're not the, 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 the snake serpent society we, we see so far we've, we've, we've got two of our words in this week we've got conjuring and we've got serpent and we've got serpent oh gosh now for the week well. yeah. <laughs> but yeah serpent society in marvel are basically like a group of another hydra or no 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 they're a very small group uh, right, of okay. misfits they, they they usually bank robbers and uh one of them <laughs> one of them's got like a snake suit yeah it's like basically they're a little bit like you know how like rhino a bit like a sinister six right okay but maybe on a level down Okay. It's a bit more small scale. Yeah. So they, they usually bank robbers. They usually try to rub things and... The Winter you know, Soldier kill them. Well, who knows what the Serpent Society are going to be like in this yeah. one, you know, yeah. but they, they're going to be something that is going to be a bit more contained. It's not going mm. to be a worldwide threat. Yeah. This. It'll be something that will be contained, but sure. will definitely have its links to the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm yeah. sure. And keeping it with Marvel. Mm. Now, you know, I think it was about two, three weeks ago, you mentioned... Uh, the Russo brothers, they put a poster up or they put an Instagram picture up and they had the words A and A and we were trying to figure out the, the title of the uh, of the new Avengers film. Yep. So what is this rumour about the film being called Avengers Annihilation? Mm. So we kind of, yeah, we did cover that and uh, it's still a rumour, hasn't been confirmed, mm. but uh, uh, Annihilation does stem from an actual comic book story. Yeah. And there's a character called Annihilus, right? There is a character called, called Annihilus, but I, I, yeah, who knows if that yeah. character will, if they even have the rights to that character, I don't know. Sure. But uh, but yeah, because in the poster, in the picture that the Russo brothers re- revealed a few weeks ago, there was two A's kind of lurking in it. Yeah. And Annihilation does have two A's. Mm. If not just that, Avengers Annihilation is two A's. So a lot of people are saying it may be that. Annihilation stems from a story that came from the Marvel sort of in the comics and the Marvel universe being literally shooken at its core and then the the, the sort of post events that followed that mm. so you know in a way the Infinity War you know the world was shook at its core yeah and this is the post events after that so it's you know we're we in 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 you know we are dealing with annihilation of the not just the human race of all race of the, yeah. of, the, of the universe. So it would be a good, a good, you know, good it's title. It's a good title as well. Yeah, Annihilation is yeah, a good title. Exactly. All right. Okay. All right. I'm going to just kind of like say something to you and you just tell me what comes to mind. Okay. All right. I'm going to say this. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the North. <laughs> I can't do it. Fuck it. Husband I can't. to a murdered <laughs> wife, father to a murdered child, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. <laughs> Oh yes, yes. That's yes. one of the heaviest I lines love that in line. all of cinema. Oh man, know that, yeah. Russell Crowe should have retired after that. Exactly, yeah? and you know what? He got an Oscar for it. Good, yes, good. And what are we talking about? Gladiator. Yes. So, what? Tell us the news. So yeah, so they're probably going to ruin it now with Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're going to mess you know it what? up, man. My expectations are low for this because <laughs> even though Ridley Scott is meant to be developing Gladiator two, yeah. Uh, I think he's meant to be de- de- uh, developing it with the co-writer of, ooh, was it, 
Hot Shot, not Hot Shots, Top Gun 2, I oh, believe. I right. think the co-writer, one of those co-writers somewhere. Yeah. But basically, yeah, Ridley, Ridley Scott is back in the in the helm, developing Gladiator 2. And I think, I don't know, I mean, Ridley Scott, for me, his, his most recent works haven't left much to be desired. You know, yeah. Prometheus, you've got uh, Alien, uh, what was Covenant. That? Yeah, and uh, then what, what has he done? What has he done else? Has he done recently? Done that film with uh, did it have Cameron Diaz and Brad Pitt and stuff? The the was that was that him again? The Kevin Spacey one? N- no, it? no, no, that was that was someone else. That, was that yeah, yeah, was that yeah, that was him. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, you're right. That was him. Uh, and then they had to cut yeah. out. They cut Co- totally yeah. cut uh, Kevin Spacey out and brought some in bl- Blummer, someone yeah. Blummer. <laughs> yeah, all the money in the world or something. All the money. Good in film the world. actually. Yeah. That was, that was, that was actually not a bad film. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I just don't know. Some some films got to be left alone. Like for me, if Matrix stayed with Matrix One, mm. classic. Yeah, this could be another situation like that. Know. You know, the people want it, but the people shouldn't always get what they want. <laughs> I you know, know exactly. I, I want certain things in life, but, but I, I mean, know I shouldn't can get we, it. Can we confirm, or, or do we know if if uh, Russell Crowe's going to be in it? I hope not. But yeah, because have you seen him now? <laughs> he'll need to go to a few gladiator <laughs> workout sessions <laughs> exactly but i think if he, if he is and it should be the trainer he should yeah. be the gladiator yeah exactly he could play the oliver reed character yeah. you know like oh, when that yeah, was yeah, from yeah. that one yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's a there's another line that i just got to quickly mention in the film mm. where he um he he dispatches like you know some people in the in the arena and everything and he's pissed off so he's killed them all and then he turns around to the whole audience and he goes, are you not entertained? Yeah, yeah. wicked oh, line. Oh man. Wicked line. I love that. Wicked Danny, line. if you're listening, he knows what I'm talking about wicked there. Line. He loves that line. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. So that was Gladiator 2. All right. Now, now tell us about this, uh, this rumors of, you know, buzzing about this whole thing about Black Mask. Mm. What is, who is Black Mask? Black Mask is a villain mm-hmm. yeah, from the DC universe who likes to wear a black mask. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw the picture of the actual, the way it's yeah. drawn and everything and he's like, looks sinister. Yeah. This is like badass. Yeah, it's meant to be one of those like really intelligent uh, sort of baddies mm. in the sort of DC world. And you, I can sort of see him being, being a bit like that because Ewan McGregor isn't like a, you know, he's not like a, I don't know, like a muscle man type thing. No. So his sort of villain would have to be someone who's a bit more intelligent, a bit more measured. Yeah. Someone who's a bit more sinister in the, you know, in the uh, sort of activity. And I can see him doing quite well. I'm not sure if he's going to be a Scottish, American mm. or a British baddie. Probably British. You know, they love, they love their British they baddies. They love their Brits bad. In right, America. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, so he's confirmed to be playing a character called Black Mask uh, in DC's, DC's Birds of Prey. Yeah. Which will start filming as of next year. Wow. Uh, to be released in 2021, I believe. Mm. No, sorry, 2020. Right. And, and you've, and you also mentioned over here as well on the, on the show notes, mm. um, it's going to be kind of like an R-rated Yes, yeah. The the director of, of uh, Birds of Prey confirmed that is going to be the case. But then we've heard that before. So I'm taking that with a little bit of a bit of a Because we heard that about Venom. Exactly. And then when it comes to them doing the... The marketing. The mar- yeah, the marketing and, you know, the uh, sort of, I don't know, the pre-release, uh, uh, you know, review, reviews and so on. Some people, you know... Once they, once the feedback gets to the studio and the studio want to get, make more money, money and so on, it's just and then they say, okay, how about we make it a fifteen rated and yeah, then we can get more kids in and or, like you know twelve A or yeah, whatever it is. Sometimes and like, they'll, they'll edit it down to be just on the cusp of of a, of an R rating, but still maintain the PG thirteen status. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I would love it if DC made something rated R. You know, and Birds of Prey. I mean, you know, uh, Margot Robbie's. Uh, what's her name? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. 
and some of the other characters in the in the uh, the film, I think, will be better portrayed in a rated R space. Mm. You know, they'll be allowed to express their darkness, yeah. as it were. Because she's quite, she's quite out there, isn't she? Yeah, like she's crazy. Yeah, she is. She's meant to be mad crazy, yeah. like mad crazy. But then, you know, we'll see. I mean. Yeah, I, I think I think it'll be better like that. I think it's, it'll be similar to like how you know you got, you got Daredevil yeah. on Netflix and so on. That's that's rated R, and that's yeah. it's just good. And, like, that, and uh, Titan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Titans. Yeah, Titans. The, the stakes seem higher when you know someone can get their head blown off. Yeah, rather than just you know something subtle. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. All right, that's interesting. Oh, and talking about streaming services again, mm. um, my friend Henry. Mm-hmm. It has there was there was a picture put out on, on Instagram or something. Yeah, we or, put it out. Yeah. 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 And um, <laughs> this is Henry Cavill as Witcher. Yes, as the Witcher. So uh, this, uh, it's, there's actually a video image of it as well. Oh, is there? There's a video image of him. <laughs> it's quite funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. he's, he, there's darkness and he steps forward into the light <laughs> in this costume. Okay. And he sort of stands there. There's a little kind of a half smirk or right. a sort of smile towards the end. Yeah. And he sort of turns away. Okay. But the, the yeah, the, the costume seems like at the, like it's at the early stages. Right, yeah. Because originally in the book, it's actually derived from a book, The Witcher. Oh, okay. Because yeah, well, I was just thinking about the, 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 the film. game. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. So, so yeah. the game, so yeah. The, the, it's a book written by a Polish person about uh, the sort of Witcher world, which is about monsters and, you know, witchcraft and all yeah. that. And in the book, and in, I think in the first maybe game or two, he had no beard. Mm. So the look that they've shown us here is, is clean shaven. original, yeah, it's original look. But then in, in Witcher 3, he's got a bit of a beard, he's a bit more right. grizzly, he's got, you know, Gruff. scars and stuff. Yeah. So who knows if maybe his look will develop sure. as, as the uh, filming goes on. But yeah, the Witcher, for people that don't know, uh, Geralt of Riviera, of Rivia, sorry, Geralt of Rivia. And he is a... He's a badass character, basically. Mm. He's like Cable and yeah. Wolverine, uh, but in like, you know, the ye old times. <laughs> ye <laughs> he's old got, times. He's got a sword. It's, he's, in the world, he's a monster hunter. Yeah. Uh, he, he can drink sort of a potion to sort of bring the berserker rage out of him. Yeah, he, just so, sort, of, he, he sort of berserker rages when he drinks his potion. And he, he, he's, he's got a bit of a use of, uh, of magic. Like I said, he's got these massive swords that yeah. he uses to, you know, chop up monsters. Conjure a few spells. He can conjure a few spells. He can, he can. Okay. Make <laughs> so a his few sister, people weep. He, his sister is been, has been weeping because she's been, she's been captured and he's going to try and, you know, save, save her. her. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's meant to be really good. And they've started casting so far. And so far, I think, I think they're actually, they have started filming as we speak. I think this is a big project yeah, for yeah. Netflix to have, yeah. but also for them to get hold of Henry Cavill. Mm. I mean, yeah. this is pretty major, right? Netflix having really this, pro- uh, this this um, this whole pro- dealing with this whole project. I mean, yeah. uh, they're probably going to pump loads of money. Into oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix is pumping a lot of money yeah, into their properties. So. They are ramping up, man. Seriously, <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that. I reckon. I reckon just bearing that in mind. Obviously, you got DC streaming service. You got. Amazon investing, you've got Disney coming out. I can see maybe Netflix. I don't know, something will have to change something will if have they to want give. to compete. Yeah. Whether they can maximise on their content or whether they can make adjustments to their subscriptions. And, Some... and absolutely right, because who's got bigger pockets than Disney? Exactly. They got they, they, they print their own money. Yeah. And, and I'm just thinking, right, okay, so Netflix said they've got the rights to this character. Mm. Maybe around the world they're going to be like right okay maybe we can buy that character maybe mm. we can buy that computer mm. game character mm. maybe mm. we can buy this cartoon character yeah. 
and it comes down to right, okay, we're going to bring you this, we're going to bring yeah, you that. And, yeah. and even sometimes they, they might not even make the property, no. but buying the rights, owning it, means they can also sell it for exactly. a higher price. So it may even come down to just, you know, he's got the rights sometimes. I know. So I mean, yeah. if they want to come and buy the rights to the Flicksters, I mean... <laughs> They have to buy it from Amazon, isn't it? Amazon, <laughs> oh, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon yeah, they got the claws in first. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, right, okay, cool. So now let's move on to Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Mm. Ding, 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 ding. Wonder Woman. <laughs> so yeah, Wonder Woman. Well, it's going to be called Wonder Woman 84. 1984. 1984. Yeah. Uh, so the co-writer basically we, we hear has been hired by Marvel, Boom. no less, to pen a mystery phase four projects yeah i know i read about this and and just to kind of like let's just kind of like put this out there so phase four we're talking about the black widow project we're talking about the eternals which yeah. we spoke about yeah and everything post uh, everything post, post uh, avengers 4 yeah yeah so even i think even yeah spider-man post Homecoming. spider-man I think, I'm not sure if, if, if Spider-Man Homecoming is considered phase four. Maybe right. not, I'm not okay. sure. But yeah, anything basically coming out after 2019, after summer 2019 is, yeah. is phase, phase four. four. Yeah. So that's why we're getting these kind of, you know, the Black Widow thing yeah. and the Eternals we spoke yeah. about and this new project. Exactly. Who knows, man? Yeah. But then at the same time, it could be film. It could be something in the streaming service. Yes, because as it, well. You know, who knows what the project is. Yeah. But definitely, you know, if Wonder Woman 2 is yeah. going to be successful. And Doctor Strange 2, that's coming afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, so that, that'll be a phase four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black and that's Panther, confirmed. Yeah, Black Panther 2 as well. Yeah, those are yeah. all confirmed now. Exactly. So they can't backtrack. I'm telling you, like Marvel, don't you can't backtrack now. You've got to cancel shit, right? Like you have been doing. You know? Um, all right, okay. So now tell us about... I mean, the House of Mouse, we've, we've spoken about them. Yeah. Like, what is it? They I mean, print their own money, money, basically. So we know the House of Mouse uh, purchased the the property, the rights, all the whole lot for Star Wars mm. uh, in 2012. 12. And George Lucas, he, he literally cha-ching. overnight turned into a multi-billionaire. Yeah. Overnight, overnight, this man turned into a billionaire. I know. He was mad happy. The guy yeah. just, could you imagine that? I know. Overnight. But I think he was in a he, he was in this position, right? Well, look, he made the the Star Wars one, two, and three. Yeah, they critically they were like panned. Yeah, like you know what, really bad. They might have made a bit of money, and I think they did. I think Revenge of the Sith kind of like. Um, you mean the, the the prequels? Yeah, the prequels okay, ones. Yeah. But clearly, he was a person who was like, look maybe we need more different people to take this project yeah. forward. I think he realised that earlier as well, because you know he only directed... He only directed Star Wars. Star Wars. And then he directed The Phantom Menace as well. Yeah, those yeah. two, out of that whole exactly. six. Yeah. Like, you know, we get it. They're his creation. Yeah. yeah, He did have a lot to say in all of them. Yeah. So I think, yeah, so you're right. So he, he probably sat down or Disney threw money at him while he was sitting down and <laughs> said, you know what, Bill. you'll still have, have executive status billing. Your, your name's going to come up. Yeah, you'll still have... You know, we'll listen to what you got to say. Yeah. <laughs> we may not do it, do but it. we'll listen to what you got to say. Yeah. And then here's, you know, two point something billion. How's that sound? Yeah. And his wife is probably like, you better take that money. Yeah. You better take that money. Kicking, it, kicking him under the table. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take that money. <laughs> so, yeah. So basically, they bought uh, Star Wars for four billion in 2000 and almost two, uh, almost uh, six years to the day, actually. Mm, mm. Uh, that's meant to be a 10, by the way, 30th of October, okay. <laughs> not December. Yeah. But for 4 billion, they invested in that. And literally as of now, they've started to make a profit from that investment. 
So in six years, so 2012, 2018, yeah. in six years, that's how long it takes. And that's the reason why we can see so many Star Wars projects being released or yeah. in, the, in the works because they've done that, the, the economist, the analyst, they've done all the, the calculations. The, the number crunching. Exactly. Yeah. They know, okay, this is what we need to do to make sure we get our investments back. Shareholders are like, yo guys, we invested <laughs> Let's let's get some of this back now. Yeah, yeah? yeah. I got an island with my name on it. <laughs> yeah, I got exactly. to buy. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know? I know, man. So yeah, so they've basically started making their money, and now now we're gonna see like episode nine. Uh, nine's gonna be coming out. JJ uh, Abraham's is doing that one. Exactly. We've got the John Favreau thing. Yep, yeah. So everything they make now is clean money. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not going against anything they've put in. It's yeah. now clean money. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's clean it's like this is yeah, ours exactly our profits now yeah. man and this is all going to go on their streaming service now mm-hmm. man. and then so from all the subs that they're going to get the subscription mm. that they're going to get man i mean they they're they're, gonna, they're on a winner man do re me man do re me. me so what it is so they've got star wars they've got marvel they've got obviously all the the back catalogue of all the cartoons and yep. lion yep. kings yep. and but they've just bought fox as well so that that now is so yeah you know, oh and x-men yep yep which is fox yeah yeah uh so there's a lot going on there's, man. who's, who's going to compete they are their own competition yeah man <laughs> oh shit uh right okay let's now move on to big sam and um little little reynolds yeah <laughs> have you seen that the book i have not seen I saw it. it recently is it good I saw it. is it filmed in england yes it is yeah. i didn't realize that. i didn't realize yeah, yeah. someone said i was filmed two, in england about, about three weeks ago i watched it on, yeah. on netflix the and hitman's bodyguard it's all right you know yeah funny it's not as bad as that yeah i thought oh maybe but like, yes actually it's funny yeah yeah they've got a good like you know camaraderie and they've got okay. a bit, they bounce with each other a bit like what we said before about the lethal weapon type thing you know yeah. one's quite serious one's quite jokey but in a way they're both kind of jokey but just in different ways different ways right yeah but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a film worth watching okay and the majority is filmed in, in England part of it's filmed in Holland I right. believe and in another country but okay yeah and also uh What's her name's in it from Daredevil? Uh, Electra. Oh, Electra's she's in, in it. it. Yeah, okay. she's in it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, so they're film. coming also, out. Also, uh, uh, my missus from back in the day, actually, a Mexican missus. Uh, what, Rosario? No, 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 no. no. The original one, man, the original. Who's from, uh, oh, what's her name? I can't, I can't forget my own missus' name, man. Uh, <laughs> damn, she was in the... the, the, the Just the, don't forget her birthday. The vampire with Tarantino. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, you know, say no more, you know man. who I'm talking say about, no isn't more. it? She was from, uh, she was from um, Desperado as well. Yes, yes. Oh man, can, how can we forget? Oh my, well, it will come to me. It will come to me. Trust me. You know me. what? Yeah, blurt it out. Or I just say, I will come to her. <laughs> <laughs> it will come to me. Then I will come to her. How can we forget this? And she's she's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, she's, she's like she's, she's amazing. Yeah, she's cool. Uh, great actress and. Um, yeah, she's in it as well <laughs> but yeah part two basically is gonna start happening they, they, both Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson are both gonna return yeah. for the hit band's bodyguard part two he must be and I'm talking about Sam, uh, Samuel L. Jackson mm. he must be the hardest working actor in Hollywood like I think what, he, what he, hasn't he done he's he, what is he uh, doing Guinness Book of Records I think the, the most I think he was for a while and Harrison Ford took him with uh, being in Force Awakens but I think he must be Back up top now, but yeah, this guy he brings he rakes like, in the dollars. How old, how old is he? Sixty something. Yeah, he says, he's hmm. this guy, man, nonstop man. And look, he, Homecoming, Avengers yeah. four, yeah. and he's who knows? He might even uh, pop up in Black Widow. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he's he's meant to. Yeah, he's yeah. meant to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's got. He's gonna be in uh, Captain Marvel. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Holy in shit! A, in yeah. a big role as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. And do you know what? I still don't know what the L stands for, and I don't want to know. Before you try and find out, I don't want to know. Oh yeah. I just I just don't want to know. I want it to stay L. L. Yeah. Sam Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, I just Samuel want it to Jackson. stay L. I've 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 I can Google L, it at any moment. Sam. But I just I like it to be unknown. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what'll happen is when we interview him one day, yeah. We will just like maybe maybe we'll, I'll say like, I'll leave you know, the room and you can ask him. I, yeah, still, I still don't want to know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but when we we will, but one yeah, day we'll we will. Intervene, yeah, and the rock, the rock will tell the us. The rock as well, as well exactly. Here, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, now we've mentioned DC before. Let's quickly mention this again. There is a new new DC streaming service um, character coming out, mm. and this is called Star Girl. Mm, Star Girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know jack shit about Stargirl. <laughs> so you're going to have to fill in some gaps over here, man. I don't know much about, much about her. I know she's from a different... <laughs> she's kind of like a... Oh, she's, well, she's like a star... She's like a sort of Supergirl type character. Okay. Uh, she she did pop up in uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow TV show that comes on. Yes. And oh. she was part of the Justice League of America group. Oh, damn it. Star, yeah, and I saw that. Stargirl. They had... Uh, uh, what's his name? S- S- oh, Captain Steel or something yeah. like that. And there's like a, a merry band. They, they mm. were like the early version of the Justice League. Right, yeah. Uh, so they were Justice League, Justice Society or whatever they were yeah. called. Uh, but yeah, so she's got powers of flight. She can energy project. She can, you know, she's yeah. a badass basically. Yeah. And and what I, what I did was I, I kind of like was digging around and stuff. So apparently she's living in LA. Mm. She has to move to a different part of the US and she meets someone and she stumbles upon some like staff. Okay. Not not like- A magical staff. A magical staff. Yeah, not staff from like working in a shop <laughs> or something like that, right? But like a magical staff. <laughs> and um, she gains these powers and she's like, you know, able to do like what you said. And, mm. Like, yeah. So oh sounds interesting. But what I, the reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up is DC, man, they are ramping shit up. Mm. With their They're TV not and time. animation, they've got it locked. Yeah. Yeah, TV All animation locked. Yeah. They can bring in like, you know, flipping... Um, who's Swamp Thing. Yeah, right? exactly. It's just bring like, them in, you know, anyone. bring them in. What's next? Next we have... Okay, this is very expensive. <laughs> Six dollar man. No, I forgot to write billion. <laughs> Six dollar man. You won't get much with Six dollars. <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, we did mention this a few weeks ago. Yeah, we did. That yeah. the six billion dollar man, man is gonna happen. Yeah, with, it's gonna be starring Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, and uh, I've just heard now that the six billion dollar man is in development <laughs> hell. hell. <laughs> so it's yeah, there's trouble that's gonna push, that, that's gonna happen. <laughs> Basically, uh, they've they haven't got a director yet. Mm. They had well, they had one. They've lost one. There's money, there's money issues here. For it's ironic, isn't it? For six billion dollars. Just take some of the budget from the man. <laughs> you know, just make him one less finger or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's trouble making the, like, behind the production, the yeah. money and so on. Uh, but Mark Wahlberg did say that the, you know, the, in a lot of films, there's, there's production nightmares. Yeah. In The Fighter, he mentioned that there was production nightmares and it was, on, it was nominated for like five Oscars or something yeah, exactly. like that. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, Bale won, a, won an Oscar for exactly. it. Exactly. So this happens in many productions. We just don't know about it because we see the end products. Yeah. But in this, he says that it's meant, it was meant to be happening from, 
even the 90s and then the 2000s and yeah. it's been coming and going coming for and such going. a long time. Yeah. But he he's saying that he hopes that it will start production next year. Okay. You know, originally I thought it was actually already in production, but, but it hasn't even that, started yet. They haven't yet. even got off the ground yet. Exactly. So yeah. hopefully he says it will start next year or not at all. So, you know. It'd be interesting to see, man. I'd, yeah. I'd want to see it. Six billion. Me too. Like, see what six, six billion, billion can buy you these yeah, days. Man. I reckon it's got to be like, his, it can't just be because in the original story, Lee, Lee Majors. Lee Majors, yeah. Uh, starred as Steve, Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Who was a six million dollar man. I then. know. And, and that he, was back then. That was then in the 80s. Yeah. Exactly. And, He's, uh, his backstory was he was a, uh, was he a pilot, I think, or an Air Force pilot or something like Gets that, some injured. sort of military man. Yeah. He got injured, he lost his legs, yeah. lost an arm, was blind in one eye, and uh, he was literally like on his on his way out. Yeah. And then someone said, yeah, you know, we've got a, a, an experimental uh, procedure that we can do, we'll change his life, we'll make him a soldier of the future. Yeah. And obviously he signed up <laughs> with his one arm that he's got left, he signed <laughs> yeah. up for it. And then they put all this, you know, Teching him. Teching him, yeah. Because then metal legs, obviously he didn't look metal because in the 80s, it was just, <laughs> they made it sound like it was metal, but it wasn't. And uh, he could jump higher. He could have great Run vision. Faster. He was stronger. And back then, obviously, special effects weren't what we see now. So to make him look like he's jump, jumping higher and faster, yeah. they'll put the camera at a low angle yeah. and have him jump, jump. And it'll just be like... That's it. It was that sound. That was brilliant. Yeah, and... It was just, yeah, but so, so now being 2000 and think by the time it comes out, 2020, 20, 2020, yeah. They've got to have some have serious some shit, man. High tech shit. He's got to be like, he's got to have Wi-Fi. He's got, <laughs> he's got to have 5G. He's got to be able to tap into satellites. He's exactly. got to like have like Google he's Assistant got to have like, on like, Max, literally. He's got to have Tinder, like oh, Grindr, man. all the short shit in there, man. He should be able to tap into your phone. He should, he should be able to like run fast, like, do everything like literally change his eye color, speak any language. language. This guy should be just like Jason Bourne <laughs> 5.0, literally. Like, he should just be on the next level, yeah. So, yeah, I want to see it happen. I want to see it happen, man. And if, the, and you know what, like you said, if they don't have any of that, shit, then like, you know what, no, mm. I, I won't buy it, yeah. He's got to. And do you know what, I love who, who do you think the enemy would be in this one? It's going to be the Russians or something, uh, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. but what if the Russians have got like a six billion ruple man? Like, is it ruples in Russia? Yeah, yeah, ruples in Russia. Ruples, yeah, and then, yeah. we get, then obviously the Chinese, Chinese. man. If they, if they, they got on this shit and they, the Japanese. They get the yens in. Oi, six billion. And they got more yens than six like, you know. Six billion yen, yen. man. Oh, He's going to be man. some next level Fly high beast. kicking. Can you imagine? <laughs> He'll stay in the air, just be doing roundhouse kicks. <laughs> Proper. Can you imagine? Next level fighting. Oh, you know, it'll be like, it'll be like Killer Instinct on the N64. Exactly, man. Like Killer Instinct, a thousand hit moves and all that. And you that. know what? They could get the guy that, he, the one from um, uh, Mile 22. Oh, Eco Oasis. Eco Oasis. about him later, yeah. 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 He oh, will man. be a He'll six, crush everything, yeah, man. Yeah, trust me. This guy will crush it. Trust me. He will mash shit up. All right. I reckon it could be a world tournament of six, <laughs> six billion, billion, whatever the currency whatever is. Whatever currency well, some is. some currencies would be low. So their six billion might not get them a lot. <laughs> I'd love to see like the six billion rupee. I'd love, love to have like the six billion rupee man, one from India. You know, he gets a turban, throws it like, <laughs> chops their head off or something. That'd be wicked, I've seen man. a karate film, an Indian one. I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook. <laughs> It's a karate film. I don't <laughs> want to know. I'm going to send you the link. Send me you the link. What? Guys, I'm going to send Amar the link, but I'm also going to send the link on 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 our uh, Instagram or, yeah. or Facebook. If you see the karate film I'm talking about, 
I was. I can imagine. Dumb, I can imagine it's gonna be. This like, guy. I tell you what. These the, the, those <laughs> films where, like, you know, you, you like in Hollywood film, you'll have a clip on you. You fire the clip, you know, like mm. a Magnum or, or something like that. Fire it, and then you just throw it on the floor over there. You fire it, the bullets have run out, they throw the gun and it kills them. <laughs> Serious. It's like, yeah, bow, 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 bow. no bullets, no problem. Throw the gun. <laughs> throw the gun at them. Um, oh all right, okay. Um, all right, so <laughs> after all this joking, uh, I just want to quickly end on this one thing. Um, so Raymond Chow, producer of classic uh, Kung Fu films, mm. sadly passed away just, uh, I think it was just yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, and I want to kind of bring mention this because Raymond Chow was responsible for bringing uh, Bruce Lee to the world. Oh, wow. So he signed. So uh, Bruce Lee was obviously fam- really, really famous. He started off, you know, live, he was in Hong Kong and then he moved over to America, studied philosophy, blah, 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 came back to Hong Kong, did like a, like a TV show and whatnot. And he was picked up. Raymond Chow thought, you know what? I can use this guy. This guy's got the looks. He's got obviously the, the, the ability, the martial arts ability. I'm going to put him in a three or four picture deal. And as soon as he signed him on, he became an instant classic instant 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 classic you know the big boss way of the dragon like fist of fury and then it ultimately it led to enter the dragon which mm. broke all box of yeah. his records yeah. so not only that but he in he found uh or he he put onto the screens as well jackie chan yes yeah because he yeah. was in enter the dragon he wasn't was in he? enter the yeah. dragon as well chuck norris as well yeah 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 uh, well, chuck norris was in um was in fist of fury away of oh, the dragon okay okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just, just want to kind of like mention that Raymond Chow, uh, journalist and film producer. No, so great. yeah, passed away 91 years old. Wow. Yeah. All right. And um, box office top 10. Yes, top 10. You remember this time, isn't it? Yeah, I remember this time. <laughs> and oh, shit, I've just got to go on the other page there. Yeah. Uh, right. Number 10, event cinema, La Fantuila del West at the Met Opera. Oh, Okay, I'll take your word for it. La Fantula del West. So, what does that mean? What's the translation? Something of the West. Yes, Fantulia. Fantulia, fan, the fan, the fantastic, the, the, the fan, and the, the Wild West. Who knows? Maybe, yeah, maybe the it Wild is, West. Know? All right, but you know what? Yeah, it's again, it's another Met Opera. It's an event cinema, and go out check it out. Let us know what you think, ladies and gentlemen. Sitting in at number nine is First Man. And gosh, number nine. Yeah, it's on its way out. It's bombed, you know. It this hasn't done well at, at a lot of box offices, and I don't know if it's because is it of pacing. Is it? Is it like you know what is? Maybe people aren't interested in space. Yeah. You know, maybe people would rather see Venom, or maybe you know, A Star Is Born, or mm. maybe because of its uh, it's out during maybe holidays in the UK. You know, half term with kids and stuff. Yeah. You know. The parents aren't really getting a chance to go see it. I don't know. I liked, I, I did like the film. I liked it, yeah. You know, it, it, I mean, I, I can imagine like, you know, for kids, it might be a bit too heavy. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, you know, there's a want, lot of kind of like drama in there. Uh, yeah, kids want the space, just want to see, you know. Like rocket yeah, going up in the air. That's it. Like, you know, so, okay. So that's that, number nine. If you can watch it, ladies and gentlemen, go out and watch it. Sitting in at number eight is Venom. Venom. So we this, are Venom. This is done like, a lot. This has mm. done really well, right? 18. Yeah. 18 and a half million. That's not bad, you know. It's not for, bad. It's been out for over, oh, just over a month now. Or just about a month. 
And I think worldwide in America, it's done really well. It's cleaned up. Yeah. It is absolutely yeah. cleaned up. And like we, I think you mentioned it before about having like the, one of the strongest October yeah, openings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, it just makes me think, I wonder, would the R rating, would it have done more? Would it have done like, I don't know, critically, would it have been better? I'm not sure because critically this was, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. I that, liked it. Yeah. I had a really good time watching it. Yeah. I thought it was funny. You know, I think Eddie Brock. They the, the, the sort of balance that the the wigs, not the wigs, sorry, the suits. The suits, yeah. <laughs> the big wigs, I was going to say, yeah. have to make is that if it's an R rating, you are going to see it. Mm. If it's not an R rating, you will still see it. Yeah. But then you may take a kid with you. Yeah. So then there's a balance of, okay, the adults are going to see it anyway, because mm. they know it's going to be, whether it's, if it's going to be, an, if it's not going to be an R rating, it's still going to be edgy. Yeah. But then it means they can still take a couple of kids with them. Sure. So the box office will be bigger without an R rating. It's just, it's just, and you know, it's just a mess. If you're a parent and you're taking like a couple of kids, like, I mean, that's like 30 yeah, quid, man. Exactly. That's 30 quid. Exactly. So that's why not having an R rating sometimes the suits make a, make a really compelling case. Yeah. All right. At number seven is The Hate You Give. I haven't seen this, but I've heard really good stuff Me about too. it. Me too. I am going to see it at some yeah. point, but it's a really, really good film. And I, I, I do think it, it won't do, it won't do that well here. It's kind of debuted it's at more number American seven. audience. I yeah. Mean, the, the British audience won't really, won't really jump at this one yeah. like they should. And is it, is it based on a true story? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. If not based on a true story, it's based on true events. Cause these events happen a lot in America. Yeah. You know, the, with the, the police, uh, shooting, uh, young guys in America for really not having any, yeah. you know, maybe not having a weapon or just looking threatening. Uh, it's, fu- it's a funny story, actually. <laughs> this is going off topic, actually. But yesterday I went to uh, an ATM machine or cash point, we say yeah, here in the yeah. UK. And uh, I, I went to the cash machine, there was a queue. And actually my my mum my dropped me there because I got my car fixed yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So I had no car. The car was at the garage. So my mum dropped me at the cash machine yeah. and then dropped me at the garage. It wasn't too far away, but she dropped me there. I waited in the queue. As I got to the queue, there was a, a man, uh, maybe 40 something, I don't know, uh, yeah. maybe 50. He seemed quite older actually than yeah. me. And he was with another lady who may have been his mum, I'm not sure. Mm. They were both waiting for the cash machine as well. And as soon as I stepped up, he looked at me and then he looked at his mum and took her bag and wrapped it over her shoulder because oh her, her bag was gosh. like just on her shoulder like on the a, side. Maybe just a bit loose maybe. Yeah. So as yeah. soon as he saw me, he sort of looked forward and then looked at his mum and then got her bag and wrapped it over her shoulder so that it can't be pulled away. Right. Okay. And I, I saw it and thought... What the hell? Yeah, I thought, what's that? Obviously, because of the way I look. Yeah. It's like people may think I'm going to be threatening or do like, something. Yeah. Which I'm not. Of course. But... uh yeah, and then the fun, and then there's the, more. Oh, so God, when, I thought you were going to stop there. No, no. So when it was their turn, because I was behind them, when it was their turn, they went to the cash machine and the mum went to get the cash out. As she was doing it, he wasn't even standing like... He was looking at you. Yeah, he was standing behind her looking at me, but not looking in my eyes, just looking in sort of... What just looking at my direction. So he was, it's like he was her bodyguard. He was making yeah. sure that he could see me at all times while yeah. she was using the machine, just in case I was going to run and sort of yeah, grab, it. grab her. And little does he know, you would have flattened the guy anyway. If you wanted to, <laughs> you, could have done a, you could have done a snatcher on him. I mean, like six foot four, flipping out, grab him in a headlock and that's it. It's I like, don't know. Like, I just like, inside of me, I thought, you know what, okay, so I'm laughing inside because I know I'm the last person on earth that's going to do that. But also... It, you know what? It, it's, it, it's, I'd I don't be know, like I don't, pissed I don't, off. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, no, things I, I wasn't, 
and I should have been, but at the same time, because I'm used to it, right. I'm past pissed off. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know what their experience is, is has been. He may have been, has, have it may been... have actually happened yeah. from a guy who looked just like me. Yeah. In that, in that respect, I, I can't kind of blame him for reacting like that because yeah. he's just trying to protect his mum, which sure. everyone should do. Yeah, but I've never but, seen that. I've never, I've ne- him standing around. Yeah, because usually someone will stand there and like look behind or whatever. But he actually, he wasn't facing his mum at all. He was facing me. <laughs> Just oh looking there, just, gosh. just almost, he was almost ready for me to do something. Yeah. So in, in that way, I think they probably have had something gone wrong. Right. Okay. Because it was just like, it was just, it was mad. Yeah. So in, 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 in respect to this film, The Hate You Give, I can, I can empathise with, with guys that have been portrayed as, yeah. you know, being a certain way on in society when you're not. Yeah. And then obviously the implications of what can happen. I mean, this is, this is nothing. I was just visually, sure. you know, visually someone thought I was, but, in, but police can, you know, if that happened and I was in a car and I just went to grab my phone, they could yeah. shoot me, you know, in, know. in America, you yeah. know, so. Well, and in, in America and what they say is, put your hands where yeah, I can see them. Yeah. That and, is the first thing. That's the thing. But it's like, if you're, if you're, if your brain is so not used to that, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not used to anything like this. I so know. even like scratching your neck, I mean, <laughs> neck something so little. Could just trigger it Exactly. Off. Yeah. And it's like, you, you can think, oh, but I was just getting, but then they don't know that. They're thinking this, yeah. he was a threat. And any little move you make, like literally me just standing there, yeah. I was waiting for waiting to get my cash out to go and fix <laughs> yeah, my car. Exactly. But he saw me as a threat. threat so yeah. anything I was doing, if I went into my pocket, he would have thought, oh shit, it's going to happen now. It's yeah. gonna, and he would have, maybe he was like running off. Yeah, yeah. So it's like any, it's just perceptions. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah. And um, this goes back to kind of like, uh, I, I, this is talking about me like doing a bit <laughs> of studies now. In the, 70s, in the 70s, there was a lot of this thing about labelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. we yeah. all the get- sus- Exactly. Yeah. We all get labeled. Yeah. Like, you know, and unfortunately in this day and age, especially in America and as well, it happens here in the UK as well. You know, we get labeled and people think, all right, that's that type of a person. That's that yeah. type of a person. But I mean, it's all bullshit. And it yeah. is the hate you give. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> Which I think shit. we need to see this film now. We need to see this film, definitely. So that's at that, that's that number seven. Yeah. Uh, number six is Goosebumps 2, The Haunted Halloween. Yep. I haven't seen it. Nah. You haven't seen it. Nope. It's it's kind of like each week now it's all yeah. making its way out. Number five, Johnny English strikes again. Yeah. Wow, 14 million. It's holidays, man. Holidays, kids. kids holiday be, money, man. Yeah, kids would have watched this. Exactly. Um, right, it did better than Smallfoot, which mm. is definitely aimed at the kids. So that's mm. at number four. But you know what's funny, you know? Johnny English and Smallfoot. But they took the same amount. Yeah, they took, near they, enough. They took big amounts of money, yeah. In the okay. week, yeah. Mm. And... Uh, it's that holiday thing, isn't it? Yeah. All right, number three. Uh, this is still doing really well. In America, I'm talking about, this is Halloween. So this is at yep. number three. In America, it's just killed it. Killed it. Killed it, mate. Killed, killed it. it. Like Michael Myers Michael does. Michael Myers, he does. <laughs> and we saw it. We laughed about it. We joked about it. Mm. There's some missteps in there. But, I mean... What he does is step. step <laughs> slow steps. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's doing really, really well. Okay, number two is A Star Is Born, and this is done better than all of them. You know what? This is done. Yeah, it's done better than Venom. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Venom's has, on its way right. out, and yeah. this is still number two. Mm. So this is going to get to like way over twenty. Yeah, I, I I saw that film. Did you see? What did you think in the end? Nah, it wasn't your film. It was great. Okay. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Do you know what? I went into the cinema yeah. on a Monday after work. Yeah. I thought, because usually I go to the cinema after work, go by myself, just yeah. chill out, yeah. watch a film, 
The cinema was packed. What? On a Still? Monday after work, it was packed with all, mostly women, to be honest. Yeah. Like, like groups, mothers sure. and daughters and so on. Yeah. So I was, I was like, in my section, I think I was one of the only guys there. Yeah. And it's your recommendation, I thought, because you said to me, it was really good, eight and a half. And I thought, what? what? Is this guy nah, serious? It can't be. A guy on my football team, yeah, a guy on my football team said it was a nine. Oh. Was, and this guy is the most laddish guy you're <laughs> yeah, gonna know yeah and he said it was really good and i was like what yeah i booked it i went the film good. was wicked it's good isn't it it was on so many levels like the performance i go to cinema i've got a drink i've got popcorn with me i didn't touch either of them <laughs> that is wicked. i didn't fall i didn't get tired usually after work i get tired from sitting yeah. there watching the film yeah sat through the whole, whole thing. thing eyes didn't blink at all yeah man it was a good good film. film i can't even i can't say anything bad about it i know and did you did you see what uh how it was going to end did you did that, that thing well, i didn't i didn't know it was going to happen until yeah. it was pretty much going to happen right i thought he may he may have well i'm, gonna, I'm not, not going to spoil it sorry yeah. guys i'm not going to spoil it yeah but i thought something else might have happened like you know just someone somebody would have left or something like that sure but i was just i was i was it and was, the way they showed it was artistic yeah because it's always good not to show too much yeah the acting from both of them Bradley Cooper directed this I know this, you know and what? Lady I'm, Gaga this is her I've, like this, this is the most I've seen of her I've I heard know. of her you know like, nah, 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 nah. I've, <laughs> I've heard of her over the years I've never seen her in anything I know I've never even seen her face for more than five seconds I know and she was good she was wasn't she she was they were all good man even you know General Ross from, from, <laughs> from, from Incredible Hulk, Hulk. from yes. the Eric Banner one he yeah, was good he was good Blaming Dave Chappelle what was he doing in there and I then, know and then Eddie Griffin was in yes. there as well like this film was good I know but the, the, fun, the funny thing that I found a little bit funny only for me personally it wasn't, yeah. wasn't in the film but Bradley Cooper's voice you know his voice was a little bit deeper Deep he sounded like Rocket Raccoon a little bit <laughs> <laughs> he sounded a little bit like yeah. Rocket I could kind of see where that, Rocket that look kind of like uh, yeah. that deepness yes. yeah I can see it yeah he's done a wicked job man he that's, did, that's the best he? film I've seen Bradley Cooper in I know man best film I mean best they, film. they're talking about like Oscar here I think so I think so. If I was on the Oscar board, I'd put that up for an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm 100%, yeah. I reckon this will get nominated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it should do. And even just getting yeah. nominated is like, mm. you know, big, big, big stuff. Even, even that kind of music, I'm not really into it, but I kind of got into it. I kind of... I know. And just the way they got together, the way they were singing, the, the emotion. The outside, on yeah, outside the shopping center or whatever it was. And then, and then the, the transformation of characters. Do you know what? It's a good film. You know, I'd I recommend know. it again. I'd give it a strong eight and a half. Yeah. And I'm I'm scared to say nine only yeah. because I'm I don't know why I'm scared, but yeah. it's a, it's a really you, good film. When you say a nine out of ten, you're talking about a film which is like next level, like yeah. Matrix and all of that. Yeah, which in a way, in its own category, it is for me. Yeah, yeah, for that yeah. type of you're right. that you're genre, right. it is right. a Matrix I should, I should level. Be more bold, yeah, in its own category. It is actually a nine. Yeah. It's a good film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so yeah. glad that good you... Because when you were shaking your head, I was like, oh shit. He's nah, like, no, nah, nah, It's nah. a really good film, mate. Yeah. It's a really good film. And look, this is at number two. It's taken a yeah. lot of money. Just in this week, it took two mil. Yeah. That's good for the UK. That is, isn't it? It's, so, yeah. it's still kicking ass. Mm. Um, but another music orientated movie, uh, the UK's number one film is Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Yep. So, Which I you, mean, you reviewed last I, week. I reviewed last week. So, if you if you haven't seen the film and you want to listen to the review, go check out episode number twenty three. And I think as a performance, Rami Malek should definitely be nominated. I think it is a fantastic performance. But as now, when I look back, I think to myself, I wonder what the film Sasha Baron Cohen would have made. I wonder. I wonder. 
you know, this kind of this outlandish, this outrageous and this deep, profound movie. Mm. I reckon it still would have been that, I, you know, but that doesn't take away anything from his performance. You know, it, there's, there, there are missteps in there. It's too kind of like, cuddly at the end mm, mm, mm. you know like wrapped up in a nice neat little box okay fine there's great great bits in there and that's why i kind of gave i think i think i gave it like a seven I, okay. I think i said six and a half or a seven but yeah definitely uh worth a watch there so that is mm. uk's box office top 10 now let's move on to what's out on blu-ray Yes, so we've got two films on here this week. First one's a mega film that came out in uh, early June. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Clever girl. So Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yes. Which is out now on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's I'm going to definitely watch it again. Yeah. Because uh, I, li- I did like it. I've only seen it once. So I do oh, kind of... you do have to watch it as well for the end scene. Of course, yeah, of course. Which I keep doing these days. I yeah. Keep, leaving but you've got to watch it for the watch yeah, it for the end I mean yeah. it's only like 30 seconds yeah, but yeah, I mean, no, you know. no, I'll watch the whole film again yeah. I will I will and then Tag which is the film I watched which I actually missed the first 15 minutes so I definitely gonna watch it need on, to watch this again and yeah. you, I know you haven't seen this I haven't seen it so you yeah. need to see this I'd, it's well, a funny it. film and it's based and on a true story based on a true story and at, at the end of the film stay because you get like bits in the credits where you see the real people yeah like messing around with the tag <laughs> uh, and there's a there's a scene in the film where the the uh, I think the director loves Predator. Okay. Because there's a scene in the film where they reenact a scene from Predator in oh, the woods. Oh, right. And it's, it's quite spot on. The casting, they've got like a like a Native American guy. They've got yeah. a black guy. They've got the sort of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger guy. Yeah. It's weird how they've got these characters wow. that aren't meant to actually be these characters, but they are. Yeah. And it's like they've got like a Predator type scene, which is wicked. wicked. So do watch Tag. It's All a right. funny film. Good okay. comedy. Okay, and then new on uh, streaming and trailers. Yeah. Uh, so this, uh, this I guess, this week at the moment. Yeah. So. so the one film that I want to mention is, um, I think I sent you the link for this as well. You this did. is called a film. This is, this is like a horror film. This is called uh, The Prodigy. Mm. I mean. Well, Firestarter. The Twisted Firestarter. Firestarter. Um, wing-a, wing-a, wing-a. I know, man. That video is crazy, isn't it? <laughs> now play my game. Um, I know man so the prodigy Mm. okay now when you think of prodigy what do you think you think about kind of like a really excellent student no I think of the music like I just just done (laughs) but also you think about like a student like you know you think about someone who's like a genius or something like like that obviously yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but unlike you the prodigy of this movie is a little bit scary now it starts off the trailer starts off so slow, mm-hmm. really slow. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that instrument is called. You know, the... Uh, oh, the, uh, the, 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 hip, the hypnotist. And hypnotism the, thing. The thing where the little ball hits one ball and the... Yeah. Other, I can't, yeah. The, the, like there's that and then there's another... There was the other one. It's kind of like yeah. a dial that yeah, goes yeah, yeah. left and right. So <laughs> They use it in hypnosis, don't they, a lot? They do. And so the, the film starts off with this, this uh, therapist. He's talking. Really yeah. nice. You know, he's the guy that's in... Uh, He's in the Chronicles of Riddick. He's, yeah, the, he's the Lord, it, yeah. the Lord Commander, or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, so the Lord Commander, he's in this movie, right? And he plays a therapist, and he's talking very sweet, mm. very softly to this child who's, who's, and he's just saying, right, okay, now I want you to close your eyes. I want to speak to the person who's inside of you. Oh my gosh! gosh. 
and then oh my god so it's 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 you know it's that film where creepy boy possessed therapist uh mum who doesn't know what to do and you're gonna get like bumps you're gonna get scares you it's a it's a possession film it's it's a taking over you know someone taking over your body so it's all those films that we've seen before yeah but it's just kind of probably done in a different way and it's called the prodigy i mean great name also it's uh i think some of the producers that have worked on this film are producers from emily rose uh, emily rose yeah the exorcism of Rose, yeah. is one of the for me to this day Creepy it's still a film shit. that i won't watch again yeah i really like that film because a lot of the film was was spoke was uh was portrayed in in uh like a retelling because it's like a court case isn't yeah. it yeah yeah so a lot of it was like a retelling and just the creepiness of that film the, the, oh man the bit where she her bones oh, and, well, i won't watch it again yeah, I, I won't it, watch it again it's freak seriously i won't watch it again yeah so i mean I think we've mentioned now before a couple of horror films now uh, the La, the Weeping Lady which is the the Curse of La Llorona yes we mentioned this one Suspiria did we mention Suspiria we did which is out soon actually which is out yeah. soon so a lot of these films now they like your scary films they they are coming out there all right okay so what's new on Netflix I just got to just kind of mention this this is a classic <laughs> hey what's your name. <laughs> Robocop. No, no, end member. He says, Oh, pal, what's the name? And he turns and says, Murphy. Murphy. Oh, shit. And there's I'll a buy bit, that, that for, for a dollar. dollar. I love that. That's a running gag between us like, for, for years. But I mean, um, what, what's, what, what was the thing I remember on the game? You, I remember playing the game. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Protect and serve. Serve the innocent. Uphold the law. Mm. I mean, what? Robocop 87. Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. Paul Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Verhoeven? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Dutch Dutch guy. Verhoeven. Verhoeven. And when this film came out, man, this was wicked. This mm. was brilliant. This was um, almost mm. like $6 billion, man. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. It is yeah. like that, yeah. isn't it? And it was an 18th. I remember some of the killings because the guns... And like when they, when they hit people, oh, bits of their like... Flesh. Yeah, like, just blow, a bit like Rambo type. And there's there's the scene which I thought, and Paul Verhoeven is known for kind of like being like kind of quite graphic and his films are being, you know, really violent. But the bit where they torture him, so this is for people, if you haven't seen the film, there, there's a bit in there where the, where the bad people, they torture Murphy, who's the main character who plays the cop. And there's a bit in there where they shoot him in the head. Yeah. They blow his hand off. And then after they blow his hand off, the guy turns around and says, hey, give the man a hand. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, of all the things that you could say it's to the someone. 80s, man. They said that kind of thing. You I know, know Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liners. Oh, right. So <laughs> Stick around. Stick around. <laughs> right. Yeah, after having a knife in him. But check this out. I remember this clearly. So this has probably got to be mid-90s. So this is like way, way, way after Robocop was in the cinema or on DVD and whatever. ITV decided to show Robocop on TV right and you know the scene where the guy walks into kind of like a convenience store and there's the there's the like you know the Korean person behind them oh, yeah, yeah. and then he goes hey man he goes give me the effing money and he doesn't know that Robocop has kind of sensed that there's a crime going on so Robocop goes in there and in the movie there's a lot of swearing in this scene. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of swearing. Right. There's a lot of swearing in this scene. And they showed it on ITV and they dubbed over the swearing. 
So the swearing is like, it's like F me, F me, F me. And have a guess what the dub was. The dad dubbed it over and the guy oh. turns around and says, forget me, forget me, forget me. Serious? They dubbed it as forget me. Oh. <laughs> He's going to say forget me. <laughs> forget okay, me. I'll forget. I'm gone. Forget and my shot. I always remember. And you know what? They just brutally cut this movie down. Like, you know, so that they could show it on TV. But I was like, why, 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 why? But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm, I digress. It's showing on Netflix. It's out. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. It's a classic 80s movie. And they made a sequel in 89 or 90. And then Robocop 2. I Robo- like that one. Yeah. yeah. There's Robocop 2, Robocop 3. Oh, and, 3. Forget 3. Yeah. And the, the remake, remake yeah. which was 2016, I think. I think 2014. Oh, 14 yeah, or the guy that's in Gary Oldman and yeah, Gary Oldman's in it. I think Samuel Samuel Jackson's in it as well. Oh. He's like a oh, he played mon- the villain, a monologue kind of oh, bit all right, the time. Okay. And then the guy that's in House of Cards, he was in uh, that Netflix show that uh, that sort of futuristic one. And he's like no. a Swedish-born actor, Swedish-American. Skarsgård's son? No, he's not. He's not a Skarsgård. Oh, isn't he? No, he's no. he's he's some he's. He's, he's something else. Uh, oh, okay. He's just, he's just him. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I forgot his name, but yeah, he's in, he's in House of Cards as well. Altered Cards, no, not Altered Cards. Altered Carbon, yeah, he's that in that. Him? That's yeah, the guy. Yeah, that's the main. The and also he was in, he was Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad. In Suicide Squad, him. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, right, okay, so ladies and gentlemen, check that out. Out on Amazon is one of my favourite, favourite comedy movies. It's my one of my favourite Christmas movies. It's it's like the anti-Christmas movie. This is, this is uh, Get Santa, no, this is uh, Bad Santa. Oh, Bad Santa. Yeah, this is Bad oh Santa. Is that with uh, Billy Bob Thornton? Billy Bob Thornton. Make you feel good like <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> it is the, it's a classic movie. For me anyway, when I saw this movie, right, I watched it in cinema. I had to buy it on DVD and there's an uncut version. So there's a bit which is even more like ruder and oh. whatever. But yeah, Billy Bob Thornton, he plays, he, he's a drunk. He's, he's... You know, he's uh, addicted to alcohol, but mm. he plays Father Christmas in traveling around towns, yeah. shopping malls. Uh, by day, he plays uh, Santa Claus, but by night, he robs the damn stores. Are you serious? He robs them. I didn't know that. I still ain't seen it. Oh, man. You're going to love it. It's got um, Bernie Mac in it. It's got... Uh, who else has it got Bernie in Mac. it? Bernie <laughs> Mac's in it. It's just brilliant, man. Gosh. I mean, what can I say? It's just one of those movies. Yeah. It's, it's the Anti, if you are one of those people who are like, oh man, I hate Christmas movies, put Bad Santa on, you're going to love it. Okay. You right. are going to love Christmas it. Christmas is coming as well. Exactly. Uh, so that was uh, Bad Santa. Now, so they're Kick-Ass now. Kick-Ass. Kick ass. Yeah, Kick-Ass on Amazon. All right. Yeah. So. And this comes from the mind of uh, Vaughn. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. Michael also, Vaughn? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Vin, yeah, not, not Vin, Vince Vaughn. No, no. Michael, Michael Vaughn. Yeah. So it stars uh, Aaron something. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Nicholas Cage, Cage is in it. Yeah. And massive debuts, like massive film star for uh, um, Chloe Moretz Grace. Yes. Or Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Chloe. Yeah, Chloe. <laughs> so she's, yeah, she's massive. She's going to be in Suspiria, actually. Oh, right. Okay. Coming up as well. But yeah, so this film, when I first heard of this film, I must admit, I must admit, in my closed mindedness, I saw a little girl in some sort of superhero costume and I thought, what's this stupidness? Yeah. This ain't, this ain't going to be serious. This, yeah. this came out in 2010. Yeah. I believe. And I thought, mm, nah, this is going to be rubbish. I was so wrong. I know, man. This film is rated R. I know. She blows people up. F, she F shoots. Bombs and F, like, yeah. yeah. She kills people. She 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 stabs people. 
they all do. I mean, it's just mad. Basically, the story is of uh, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's character who's bullied, I believe, and yeah. he wants to stand up for bullies and he you know, gets his own sort of costume. He goes on the streets and tries to be a vigilante. And he ends up getting beat up, but he still stands up for himself, you know, and then and people see this. There's and a lot of realism in that. Exactly. Yeah, there is. And people see this and he starts to get a following on on, on, on YouTube or wherever it may be. Yeah. And uh, the real kick-ass people, uh, Chloe, Grace, Moretz and Nicolas Cage see him and yeah. somehow they all get together. But yeah, it's like, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like an action comedy, but... It's got some real killings in it, man. And it's, and it's got some dark moments yeah, in there yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Nicholas like Cage's Nicolas bit. Nicholas Cage's bit. Yeah. That's, you know, that's real quite dark. Real dark, real dark. And th this film was controversial because you had uh, Chloe. Mm. I think she was only 12 years old at the time. Oh, is 12, it? 13. Okay. okay. But, so there were a lot of F-bombs, mm. but also the C-bomb. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I never understand that. Why is a C-bomb so much worse than anything else? Because in America, it's like so the, the, so profane it's just yeah. like you know what because that's the, that's what uh, Erica said when I spoke to Erica she said in America big no no yeah because I think we went to a comedy show yeah and they said to see the C word in that yeah and she didn't like it and I was yeah. like what she's like oh yeah that's that's like that's a, that's a, you shouldn't say that's a big word yeah and uh, I, but I didn't understand why that word is so much worse than like like, like just saying pussy yeah for example or, or the F-bomb I know because it's kind of like it means the same kind of thing yeah as saying pussy yeah but for some reason it's worse it's worse I don't use it but I'm just saying it's like yeah. I, just, I don't understand I just I don't know no but, I know and it's so funny because I've had these conversations with people and then whenever it turns up in a movie I, my ears prick up and I'm like mm. oh my god they just like use that because in America culturally mm. they do not use that word okay and then when you have when I heard that in Kick-Ass and then she says it and she's a young girl I was like okay. whoa man they've, they've taken it to a <laughs> yeah, level yeah 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 you know so that's when you know the film's serious man yeah so exactly next, man. next level 12 year old yeah. is saying the C yeah, word yeah. but yeah great film mm, for sure yeah so that's out what else is out Duval? yeah so uh, Homecoming which we mentioned Julia Roberts yeah uh, it's an Amazon uh, series that started it's actually already on Amazon it's already it is, started yeah. a couple of days ago two yeah days ago. and uh, it's meant to be it's meant to be quite good I've not seen it yet but it's meant to be about uh, something linked to the, to the military. So she, I think she's like a psychologist. A psychologist there yeah, for pe people that suffer post traumatic stress dis post traumatic stress syndrome. Yeah, syndrome PTSD. PTSD yeah. <laughs> disorder. Sorry, yeah. post traumatic stress disorder. disorder. And uh, she goes into a you know this sort of environment, this session to help people overcome that. And then something happens to her where mm. she doesn't remember. She she loses a lot of memory or something. Yeah. And it stems from actually a podcast, like a real life podcast. Oh. Some sort of, yeah, some sort of true to life uh, sort of events in this. Wow. But uh, yeah, it sounds interesting. Maybe she's connected. Maybe she doesn't know that she was an assassin or, or something. Who knows? Or... Could be like a Black Briar kind of yeah. situation, Treadstone, Treadstone situation, you know? So, but yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah, it And does. Julia Roberts, she's been, uh, I think she's been raising a family or something for a while and she doesn't do as many projects as she used to, so. But when she got hold of this one, she was like, yeah. jumped at the chance. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, and, and what else? we've got uh, 28 Days Later on Hulu. Mm. So, you know, usually you, you know, order something in the post back in the day, you know, cereal boxes, you want that little toy, you collect your tokens and you send away for it and it yeah. says that you'll receive this in 28 days yeah. and then instead you get a zombie <laughs> turn up at your door exactly. <laughs> but yeah 28 days later 2002 wow. Naomi 
What's that's right. Naomi Harris? Sorry, Naomi Harris, Different future Naomi. James Bond star. Yes, exactly. And then you got Killian Murphy. Yeah, future, future like Batman, Batman, like Scarecrow, Inception, like, yeah. like Wicked Actor, Peaky Blinders. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was, you've also got uh, what's his name? That used to be he was in Doctor Who, wasn't he? And he was also in Thor: The Dark World. Eccleston. Uh, uh, Eccleston. Yeah. yeah so Christopher a lot of a lot of stars in there. But yeah, so this is the first zombie film that I ever watched where the zombies are running. Yeah. And for me, that made me that 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 There's something the that we haven't seen, right? Yeah. Zombies usually walk around. You can <gasps> dodge them. This one, this one, they were running at you. Yeah. They saw you. They heard you. They would. That just changes everything. I know. That changes the dynamic. Imagine, imagine the Walking Dead with running zombies. I know. They, they would wouldn't be, last. You, yeah, exactly. That would be the decimation of everyone. Last. Like even what's his name, Carl? He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have grown up. No, I'm telling exactly. You. Yeah, and the little kid. Yeah, none yeah. of them would survive if, they, if these zombies could run. But yeah, this is out on Hulu. So get to watching. Go check it out. Watch the zombiness. Exactly. So All right, and now we have anniversary corner. Right. Okay. So anniversary corner, ladies and gentlemen, yes. and you know what we have got. We got a mixture. I did We've try to mix it up. I put for because. For the, for, for the guys that have just tuned in for the first time, Anniversary Corner, we put films on that have been, uh, that are milestones in like, 10 years, 15 years, 20 mm. years, and whatever it may be. Have a quick chat about them. But this one I put on last week, but I took off because last week had a theme, Halloween theme. So I put Johnny English back on yeah, because, because he's currently in the top 10 charts. Exactly. So 10 years ago and 10 years now. Yeah. It's, you know, it's... Johnny yeah. English part one. Exactly. And I, for the life of me, I can't remember this. Neither can I. I cannot remember I this. <laughs> yeah. I think I might have seen a bit of it and I might mm. have just kind of turned off it because mm. I wasn't like, you know, I'll, it, I'm, you know, I'm not a big fan of Johnny not, English. Yeah, I just, I'll be honest. But but so, I mean, the character, he is an institution in Britain. He's like the, the, the Joker, James Bond. Yeah. You know, and... Inept. Yeah. Like, you know, a fool, basically. Yeah, a bit like, do you know who, who he reminds me of? Inspector Gadget. Gadget. Because Inspector Gadget was like a inspector or yeah. some, a crime fighter, and the the stuff's coming yeah. out of his. Own. But he had no clue. Remember Penny yeah. and the dog done most they of the work. All the, yeah, they were solving he just all the crime. the cross things and claim credit. And Matthew, I think it was Matthew Broderick, Broderick did, did yeah. the film version. Yeah. But I mean, that come on, I'm, I'm sure yeah. Disney will get something. Some, yeah, but, something happening again. Inspector Gadget. I mean. Yeah, so basically Johnny Bean's like Inspector Gadget without the gadgets. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> and, but um, miraculously, he solves the, you yeah. know, he solves the puzzle at the end and of the day. the girl. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now this film I have seen. Yes, I put this on here. The rest of the films now follow a theme of sort of Kung Fu type yeah. films so we can honour our fallen sensei who was Raymond Chow. You know what? So, I'm big shout out to you, man, for putting these films on there. I love that. That is brilliant. No, no problem, man. No problem. So, so let's Kill kick Bill. this off. Yeah, Kill Bill Volume 1, 15 years, 2003, man. I remember going to cinema for this one. Yep. Cinema was packed. I didn't really know much about it. I saw, I think I saw a trailer or yeah. two. And when I went in there and saw this, it was like, and again, this uh, this honours people like Bruce Lee with a the, with the yellow yeah, sort of jumpsuit kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. This film was crazy. Man. Different chapters. The... The, the, the was what's that crew called again? The the Viper, the Viper, the Viper crew, crew or something. Yeah. Vivica Fox and oh man, and uh, Daryl Hannah, Daryl with Hannah, that eye. yeah, and it's just, I mean, classic man. So many levels. I still think, yeah, I still think that 
Vivica Fox's daughter is still out there, man. Oh, I'm so she's still effing out there glad she you said, said that. When you're when you, old, exactly when, when you go older, up, and if if when you understand, if you still have a problem with this and you want to talk about it, I'll be waiting or, so, be waiting or something like that. Yeah, and that just shows you that you know what she grows up, she becomes yeah, an man. assassin, and she wants revenge. And do you know who's gonna play her? Zazi Beats. Beats. Oh my God. Do you know what? I'm writing to Tarantino now. We're Let's doing make it. this shit happen. Co-creators. Happen, man. We, 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 Zazi we Beats, you're hearing this. I know Zazi Beats listens to the show. Exactly. Zazi Beats, you got this, yeah? You got it, yeah? You got it. Come I swear on, she Quentin, looks like man. her. She looks like her. That's her. Man, the way that scene, I thought, you know what? It's just absolutely brilliant. That fight scene in the mm. kitchen. There's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of dialogue. Then there's a lot of action and there's backstory. And then you have like, there's stuff with the sensei. Yep. There's like a few little bits in there. Yep. And for me though, there's two kind of scenes, right? So the fight scene mm. in uh, Japan. The, yeah, the dojo with the, the crazy, 88, crazy 88 Crazy something. 88s, right? Yeah. Oh God. And you know what? Here's a little bit of fun fact for you, Deval and, mm. and ladies and gentlemen. You know, there's a scene in there where she starts the fight and then she pops two guys' eyes out. Yeah. And like then the colour changes, and white. Yeah, black yeah. and white. And you know why that was? Because they went out of colour. No, <laughs> it's because it was too violent. They had to do oh, it. the red. The red. They had to make it black and white. But here's the other kicker. In America, it's, it's in colour. Are you and serious? In, and in Japan, in the, the version that they released in Japan, it's in colour as well. Is so, it? Yeah. But that's the reason why. To me, that, make, that makes it more artistically I know. better. But they did it for censoring reasons. For censoring reasons, because it was too much blood. Do you know what? For too me, it, actually, it makes it better, black yeah. and white. Because it's almost like you've taken out some of our vision as, as an audience. Exactly. We interact with what's going on. And there's so many, there's so many bits in there which are brilliant. And, um, and I, th- I know that move, you know. I I've know. done that move before. You, you did it last <laughs> week. You I've done, that, did it last I've done week. that move before. I know that move. <laughs> 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 I know. Oh it's brilliant. Gosh. I love that movie. And then to the top, so oh there's, that, there's that fight scene. She's chopping off limbs. She's chopping off feet. She's chopping off legs. And you know what? There's there's a crazy like bodyguard with her ball and chain who comes after her. And I just thought this is brilliant. The fight director, oh, yeah, the girl, the little yeah, school girl, the little oh school girl, gosh. the fight director, the fight director of Kill Bill is was a kung fu legend Yun Wu Ping. Yep. Who did Matrix? Yep. Who did uh, Drunken Master? Who did all the Jackie Chan films? And I was like, "This is wicked." Tarantino, he's showing the respect, you know. And I was just like, so happy to see this. And yeah. then after all of that happens, right after all of that, there's a fight scene in the courtyard, in the garden. The music, the water, dialogue between um, the bride Uma Thurman and what's her name? And Michelle, not Michelle. <laughs> we, know, we know her name. We know her name. It'll come to us. Uh, she directed an episode yeah. of Iron Fist just yeah, recently. Yeah, she did. And it's like, you know, she's like, who do you think you are? Like, you know, pretty little white girl comes over to here and like, you know, you're going to kick ass. Oh man, that fight scene is wicked. I love this movie, Kill Bill, ladies and gentlemen. Go out Heavy and watch film. it. Heavy film. Heavy film. For me, another good bit is the, uh, the part when... The animation part. The animation part was wicked. I love this, man. I wicked absolutely part. love it. Yeah. Yeah, wicked part. It's just... I mean, Where how do you that? just have a film that just turns into animation and then I goes know. back? It's just... 
the part where she's under the bed and all the blood sort of coming down and it's like she's it's almost like she's weeping <laughs> oh she's weeping blood yeah do you know what I mean it's like weeping blood and then just like, and then it follows on from there and the, her relationship with the the sort of dojo who the person that made the uh the sword. What's the sword called again? Oh, it was a Hattori Hanzo. Hattori Hanzo. Oh, shit. Hattori Hanzo. Damn. That sword is wicked. I know, man. I know. But now, Kill Bill for me is one of the one of the greats. Well, yeah. like, for me, it's Tarin- my favourite Tarantino film. It is. It is. For sure. And I, rem- I remember watching an interview with him. He said, you know what? After I can't Lucy remember- Liu. Sorry. Jeez, Lu- oh, Lucy, Lucy Lucy. Sorry, Lucy. Yeah, sorry, Lucy. And I just just quickly briefly, he said um, after I can't remember what he made before Kill Bill, and he was looking at projects, mm. and he said, you know what, he really loves the old kind of like the you know kung fu movies, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know from Japan and yeah. stuff. And he's like, right, okay. He said to himself, he asked himself this question. He said, all right, Quentin Tarantino, if you're good, let's see you go out and make an action movie. Let's see you go out and make a kung fu movie that will live that will live alongside the greats of yeah. all those other yeah. ones. And you know what? I think he has. And it works because uh, Kill Bill's a bit like, it reminds me of you, uh, like the Crouching Tiger, them kind of like white bearded kind of yeah. Shaolin master people that can jump on a branch and float around and stuff. Exactly. That's what it was like. And the sound effects and everything. Exactly what? The, the manga, the manga style as well. You know when someone got sliced and the blood comes so off or an true. arm comes off. and I know. That's manga style. Well, David Carradine, who plays Bill, yeah, he was in that show from the seventies called Kung Fu. Kung Fu, yes, that, that's yes, him. yeah, 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 yeah. But have a guess who was who that was supposed to be originally? Uh, Tarantino, Bruce no. Lee, Bruce Lee. But Serious. why? Why didn't they give it to Bruce Lee? He died. No. Oh, too Asian looking oh, for course, American audiences. Course. Okay, that whole the whole yeah, racism yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, the whitewashing, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was the whole thing. So. Oh, man. Tarantino wanted to bring mm. him in and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know. Um, Kung Fu. Kung Fu, man. Oh this is gosh. like, you know, yeah. So <laughs> that's Kill okay. Bill. Kill Bill, 15 years ago. And then Rush Hour. What another, again, what another movie. 1998. It came on TV recently and I watched a bit of it. Yeah. And. The like, banter between yeah, those two. Yeah. Wicked. Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan just. Back in those days, Jackie, Jackie Chan's English wasn't the best. <laughs> but he still, he still, he still delivered, kept it, you know. Yeah. Some of the funniest bits of this film, the outtakes. There's outtakes on where the like, plane. yeah, on the plane when someone's phone's ringing or something and there's just... It, wicked, it's wicked, it's This brilliant. film, I mean, it's got, um, was, no, Jet Li was in the later one, wasn't he? He was in... Uh, Rush Hour 3 or something. Was, some, oh, no, I'm thinking that was Lethal Weapon, weapon 4. Getting mixed up, yeah. yeah. But uh, it didn't it have the girl from Crouching Tiger in it? Was that Rush Hour that something was num- else? That was number two. Number two, okay, That was yeah, number yeah. two. That was Zhang uh, Jing, or yeah. I forgot her name, the one that she could went kick for the ass. Green Destiny. Oh, yeah. I used to like her, you know, know she's man. good. Like her legs yeah. kicking like Trust oh me. man wicked she reminds me of uh, a few characters from like there's a character in Soul Calibur if they made a Soul Calibur film yeah, she's I'm in sure it mate they will. she's in it mate yeah trust yeah, me yeah. but yeah Rush Hour what a film mm. and that was the film that just before he made Rush Hour he made this film called Rumble in the Bronx oh yeah I remember that film of course yeah 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 and that took that wasn't made shit. in the Bronx though was it no it was made in Canada <laughs> yeah. and it took it made a shitload mm. of money and then Brett Ratner yeah. was like hey man we gotta yeah. bring Jackie to that Hollywood that was like the US kind of test wasn't it exactly before that, he, it's like very successful mostly in China but I think yeah. Rumble in the Bronx showed the US and the Western audience that like this, this guy, guy is. is like he should be treated like exactly. how he should be treated which with is respect, like yeah. Yeah, exactly 
Exactly. But I'm so glad you brought that one. Yeah. Yeah, man. Next we've got Iron Monkey, Monkey. 1993. And this is with uh, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen, um, Donnie Yen yeah. And in, in the Hidden Gems, there's another Donnie Yen film, but Donnie Yen, yeah, there's something about him. There's a, there's Even a before he throws a punch or swings a kick, his face is telling you, yeah. It's coming. <laughs> run out the window. He's got this look in his face, yeah, yeah, that tells you don't mess, mess. yeah, because. <laughs> this guy is. And we spoke about uh, Donnie Yen uh, because of um, uh, Yip Man. Yeah, which is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like which this is, guy. D- derives from the person who taught, taught Bruce Lee. Yeah. yeah. So there's all a link con- everywhere. All, all connected. There's a link. Mm. And, um, and, and the thing is, right, with, with, with Iron Monkey, I remember this because you have- Iron like, Monkey. Okay, just thing. stop there for a second, yeah? For a split second, yeah? Think of a monkey, <laughs> yeah? <laughs> think Strong of a monkey. anyway, right? Exactly. exactly. And then think of an oh, iron, iron one, monkey. yeah? Because you already know about Iron Man. You've seen Iron Man, yeah? <laughs> exactly. And we've seen the Iron Giant. We've also seen the Iron Lady, Margaret Thatcher. But no one's seen the Iron Monkey. <laughs> Iron Lady. No one's seen the Iron Monkey, mate. The day you see an Iron Monkey, it's, it's lullaby, you yeah? Run. Lullaby. Run when you see lullaby, Iron Monkey. mate. You're out. <laughs> this is wicked. Look at the, monkey, the Iron Monkey style. Like, Jumping on the tree. <laughs> like, you know, the tail. <laughs> <laughs> Mad flexibility, just, <laughs> just swinging, swinging around, be like, I am monkey style. I don't know how to describe it. I am monkey, you're gone. I know, man. Trust me, I am man. Iron Lady, Blimmin, <laughs> Iron Giant, even had Iron Maiden, yeah, but Iron saying. Monkey, mate, Iron Monkey, Donnie oh, Yen, man. Go don't watch his ramp, film. yeah, don't ramp. And he's still, this guy's still kicking, making films, man. Hmm. Um, he turned up in um, Star Wars, yeah, yeah, Rogue, yeah, uh, Rogue One, Rogue One, the blind guy that could kick still, ass exactly with, with no with no force, yeah. Oh shit, man! All right, Crazy. brilliant. That's that's Iron Monkey, ladies and gents. And finally, Bloodsport. Bloodsport, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Bolo. Oh my God. That man, Bolo's from, and he was in, uh, he was in, um, Uh, uh, he was in uh, Dragon, what's it it called? The Bruce Lee film. Into the Dragon. Yeah, Into the Dragon. Into the Dragon. Yeah, Yeah, he was in that as well. And who did he? He's always like a baddie, isn't it? I know. He's got got that face in it. Yeah, he's got a baddie face. I'm sure he's a really nice guy, guy, you know. But he just plays a villain. He's really nice. I'm sure, like, off off camera, he's all like, hello, (laughs) hi guys. So I am Bolo. And just so you know, I'm a really nice guy. Yeah. I made some cookies and some brownies. Yeah. Would you like some? (laughs) Got some marshmallows for later. We're going to roast together around the fire. But. When, he, when the director says action, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to fuck you up. You know what I mean? It's so true. He transforms. But Bolo, man, this thing. And you know what I love about uh, Bloodsport? There's a bit in there where, where is, it, is it powder or flour yeah, or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he does that thing yeah. like, oh my God. And Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's just like... There's These a meme 80s on, there's films, a meme, there's man. But I think now... The, apparently, this is he's his character is supposed to be. Uh, it's based on a true, like, real person, Frank Frank Dukes, Frank oh, okay, Ducks okay. or something, who did enter in this tournament. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, so 
80s Jean Claude Van Damme. I mean, he was gangster then, wasn't he? Was he was big. Yeah. This guy Nuts was raking. Naksu Kao. Po, <laughs> Dongbo, Big Dong, White. like you name it. Warrior. <laughs> Kickboxer. Kickboxer. Warrior. Oh my gosh. Naksu Kao. I'm still waiting for that Naksu Kao moment, you know, when someone does something, I can just <laughs> shout it out. And someone in the crowd will be like, what's he saying? Naksu Kao. I just come and say, White. What <laughs> but it's so funny when she goes, she's like, she's there, she goes, Naksuka. Yeah. Naksuka. And then everyone, Naksuka. Brilliant, man. Van Damme at his best. Yeah, but know. you know what? I've got to say one thing, right? For me, Van Damme's best film. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what I'm going to say. Do I know what you're going to say? Is it that documentary done? No. That's JCVD. That's supposed to be really good. Yeah, that's that's supposed to be really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on, let me think. Not Time Cop, no. Time yeah. Cop, is it? Okay. It's time travel. <laughs> I love time so, travel yeah, movies. Yeah, 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 Man, yeah. Come it's on. the splits in the, in the kitchen, in the isn't kitchen. it? <laughs> but this guy oh in gosh. the 90s, right? Mm. He was up there with yeah, Stallone, yeah. with Schwarzenegger, with yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah. This that's guy why was big. To, that's why he had to show him in Expendables. He had to have a place in Expendables. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, Bloodsport, I mean, what is it? It's like... Um, it was filmed in China, Hong Kong, wasn't it? Is, is, I'm not sure where. It was Hong Kong, Thailand, Malaysia. Yeah. I'm not sure. Somewhere around there. Forrest Whitaker is in it as well. Was he? Forrest, remember, Blame he plays the FBI agent and oh, the chasing him. Okay. So, I mean, come on, man. Good old Forrest Blood is in there. Blood sport. Blood sport. But that is, what year was that? That was 1988. 1988, yeah. Some people listening weren't even, they wouldn't no. have been born then. No, and they're like, what? Blood, yeah, what? Exactly. Jean-Claude Van Damme, who? Mm. Like, you know, but yeah, thanks for that the one. The guy from the uh, Cools advert. The, the, uh, the beer. The beer advert, yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Um, all right, cool. so that's okay. Anniversary Corner. Now, now let's move on to a couple of film reviews. Okay. And we've been wanting to speak about this for, yeah, for a little while yeah. now. So this is a Netflix exclusive movie and it stars Natalie Portman. And it stars Jason, no, sorry, uh, Isaac... Oh, Omar Isaacs. Omar Isaacs. Otherwise known as Apocalypse. Apocalypse. This and he's been in some great movies. Mm, this apart guy, from Apocalypse. Apart from Apocalypse. <laughs> he has been in some great movies. And um, Rogue One he was in, wasn't he? He was in Rogue One. Is it Rogue One? No, no, no sorry. No, he's in, he's, in, he's in Star Wars. He's in Star Wars. Sorry, yeah. He's in the main, like, Force yeah. Awakens and Force Awakens second and, one as yeah. well, yeah. He was in Drive. He was in Robin Hood, the Russell Crowe one. Oh, was he? Yeah. He's he been around in, for a while then, is not he? This guy's been making films and he's been, he's in one of my, He's in a really fantastic sci-fi movie called um, X, X, uh, X Machina. X, yeah, yeah, he's X got Machina. the beard in it. He's, he's, a, he's the, beard in the it. dancing like uh, Elon Musk kind of guy, isn't exactly. he? Exactly. So he's in that one. So he he he's really good. Yeah. He's really good. So he's in this movie as well. And the film that we're talking about or going to talk about is called Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Not and Avengers Annihilation. <laughs> but when you just think of Annihilation, that's total decimation. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing surviving. Yeah. So the premise of this movie is... Oscar Omar Isaacs or Oscar Isaac, whatever it is, he plays a Marine. He plays a vet. Mm. He is, gets sent into some uh, top secret military uh, uh, mission. Natalie Portman plays his, uh, his wife. Yeah. Who's also like, she's a scientist and scientist military ex- as well. Yeah, she was she, for seven years. She was in the army and everything. And that's quite key also here. And so it's, it's kind of seen in flashbacks. So we are, we see the relationship between these two people. She's like, like, come on, like, what, what's going on? Like, you know, um, where are you going? And he's like, hey, look, I've got this mission and blah, blah, blah. I can't really tell you. And, and you know what? We're going to see each other again and blah, blah, blah. He goes away for a year. 
he comes back. With a kid. <laughs> Sorry. Not with a kid, but he comes back a changed person. Mm. There's something off about this character. And she starts asking questions like, where were you? What happened? And like, you know, is everything okay? And he's like, who are you again? I don't remember you. I remember you, but I don't remember you. You're, this is what your name is. And she's like, right, okay, look, we've got to send him basically like, you know, uh, get him checked out. And he gets quarantined, right? And then what the story then takes place is that she wants to find out what happened to his to, to her husband and what what does she do she wants to go into the the heart of danger basically yeah what is that thing called that's covering the whole universe uh, or covering the shimmer the shimmer yeah shim shimmer who's got the keys to <laughs> my shimmer <laughs> but you're right it's this mm. shimmer it's this thing that's covering the whole planet yeah it looks like a force field of some sort yeah. some sort of yeah just presence that and slowly, slowly, it's taking over. Yeah, it's growing. It's growing. It's growing bigger and bigger. So, so Natalie Portman um, then decides to go into the Shimmer with with a, like a few, about four or five mm. other women. Oh, and it's got who else? Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Yeah. This girl, man, she's she's pairing and everything yeah. at the moment. The Shimmer is in like a sort of a forestry kind of jungle type area. It's not in a city to start with, is it? Yeah. I think that's where it began, and then it's growing from there. Yeah. yeah. So they go into the Shimmer and they see. Like what? I, what kind of impressed me was like the the vibrancy, the color. Mm. You know the how this thing or whatever it is, because we don't know what it is. It's it's kind of it's planted itself in the earth, and things are growing. New species are being discovered, um, and to the point where they they encounter an animal which is a cross between a crocodile and a um, a shark or something. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's taken on two characteristics of two animals that usually can't coexist and can't breed. Yeah, but whatever so this thing is, it's it's doing this to, mm. to to basically to the to nature and and Natalie Portman wants to find out and the the film is about this journey into the unknown really. Yeah. All right, so that's basically how how we can describe that. She finds the unknown. Something happens, and. It left me thinking, shit, do I need to watch this film again? Probably. I'd need to kind of just Probably. figure out because there's so many different layers yeah. to this movie, right? So, in terms of uh, visual and in terms of kind of the, the acting and the directing, it's, it's great. Really good. It, it was like a, the film had so many, for me, I love my science yeah. fiction. But this film presented so many scientific sort of anomalies and mm. and uh, concepts and questions that made you really again question the presence of two breeds, you know, two sorry two different species breeding or having a an outcome for maybe an alligator or a bird. It's like something crazy. Yeah. Also, the plant life because they had bio, they had specialists in biology, they had a military specialist, they had like a leader. They had a scientist. They had different. There's four in a group. Group, wasn't it? Yeah. And they all had different uh, specialisms to bring. So when they came across different situations, they could overcome it. And it was just weird that, they, like, like you said, the plant life was was just mutated. Yeah. They didn't understand how certain things could be, and the way some of the the animals and the vegetation would interact with them. I remember them walking across uh, like a like a bush that represented humans. Yeah. And it's almost like the, the trees or the, the, the vegetation was then mimicking human form. Yeah. And it would change when they walked towards it and stuff like that. 
what's crazy, but the science behind this film is something that sounds and looks really weird. Mm. But who knows if there are planets in, well, out of space somewhere yeah. that have this sort of level of intelligent, you know, uh, vegetation. Yeah. It's crazy. And it just made me think about like, you know, weird, like right now people are doing a lot of experiments, mm. you know, geneticists they are experimenting with with gene like you know they they are breaking down genes and they're kind of maybe matching gene cells with um with other animals to to yeah. solve um health problems yeah yeah or make up other problems or, or warfare and stuff more, like that well, exactly there's that as well so on on a number of levels it kind of it, it kind of made me think about a couple of questions like well okay where are we going? She's going deeper and deeper into the forest. And as a human race, where are we going when it comes to biology and, you know, genetics? Yeah. And are we just going through the rabbit hole? Is, are we, are we going to change in the next hundred years? Yeah. Are we going to still have two arms, two legs? Or, or are we going to be flipping, crossbreeding with who God knows what? It's true. It's so right. And it's like, it could be evolution that's natural. Mm. So like talking about Darwinism and how you evolve with your surroundings and how you evolve with the things you interact with. Why do we have two legs? Why do we have two eyes? Why are we, you know, certain skin textures or whatever? Mm. And animals as well. Animals evolve for their surroundings. Why is a giraffe's neck so tall? Yeah. So it can see above the the uh, vegetation, the sort of the, the bushes before yeah. so they can look out for prey. Yeah. You know, why is a cheetah, why can a cheetah run so fast, but yeah. only for so long because, you know, it has to stop because it overheats and all kinds of different things. And who knows if in a hundred years time, 200 years time, we, like my thumb could be longer because of the devices that we use. Yeah. I need to scroll a lot more. Exactly. And I need to reach the whole screen. Yeah. Evolution may think, oh, this person, you know, human, humankind, struggles so let's let's move the thumb up yeah let's you know maybe we need another another eye because we're always looking at our screens we need another eye on the side of our face because we need to know we need to look where we're going because mm. we're walking looking at our instagram too much <laughs> it's true it's so true there's so many so ways that we two could evolve eyes down that. one eye ahead exactly it's like it's weird it sounds weird i know but millions of years ago we were different to what we are now yeah and we've evolved to, to match our surroundings evolution yeah so, and, but and, and this film, it kind of like, you know, poses, evolution. It, it yeah. poses those questions. And then th th there is a bit in there where I thought, right, okay, this is, you know, she, she, she finds the source of what this is. Mm. And the one thing that, and I always kind of thought to myself, all right, is the force or whatever it is, is it benevolent or is it malevolent? Mm. Right. Okay. Is it good or is it bad? And... There's one line, one line at the end of the movie. Well, not right at the end, but it's kind of right at the end of the movie where the thing says annihilation. Mm. So, and I'm thinking, so it, so it was malevolent or, or what? Or mm. So it's context because like, uh, I guess it depends on, on what it's doing and where it's doing it. Because mm. what it's doing, it's it's doing it what it's it's doing what it's meant to do. Mm. It's growing, it's adapting to its surroundings. Yeah. So from that perspective, the annihilation that it is carrying out is in its eyes improving its surroundings. Yeah. So its its version of annihilation for them is good. It means for us, we have to change. We yeah. don't want to change. And in, in a way, it's annihilation for us because we become the species that has then have to has to conform to yeah. a new way of of life as it were. Yeah. So it's annihilation on both counts. Sure. But like for us, like if we're building flats in, 
a certain area in mm. I don't know wherever London because immigration and we need we need more flats for more people. We're gonna you know flatten off a little field. Yeah, those animals on that field, those insects it's are gonna see annihilation, annihilation as we've come and we've decimated their their you know their their space. Yeah, but the people that are gonna come and live there, for them it's it's you know it's prosperous. Mm. It's, it's a housing or whatever. So I think the annihilation in this respect for us, I think the annihilation is. You know, it's it's gonna literally be annihilation in the way we see it. Yeah. For the for the for the life form or whatever the shimmer is, it's it's it's, it's prosperous. It's, yeah. it's it's giving new version, new a new way of life that has to adapt to a new surrounding. Yeah. Which is something that always happens. Look at yeah. the Europeans when they went and made annihilation in in uh in I don't know in America. Or, yeah, of course. Or wherever. So annihilation is different. Yeah. Depending on where you come from. Yeah. No, but it's a it's a proper deep film mm. which I think you'd like you know if you you got to concentrate a bit or you might miss something uh, but visually I thought it was really stunning and it was directed by Alex Garland yeah, Alex Garland yeah Alex Garland yeah. Who, who directed Ex Machina Ex Machina yeah. as well or Ex Machina whatever. Ex Machina yeah. yeah yeah so it's definitely kind of one of these films I, I thought it was really interesting mm. I thought it was an interesting piece of work it um, I was surprised that it came straight to Netflix. I thought it may go to the cinema. I was expecting to see it in the cinema. On a big screen. And then one day I just saw it on Netflix. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And that yeah. was that. So, yeah. I don't know if it did well or... I don't know. Or if it was critically acclaimed or anything mm. like that. But I just thought there's a lot of interesting things in there. Mm. And the twist at the end is... Yeah, it's interesting because it also means that there's, there's something beyond... Mm. Something else is going to happen. Yeah. I think something like this... Neither a longer film, yeah. or maybe a mini series of two parts, because I think there's so much more to unpack with this film. Yeah, and I think they had enough time to do it. Hour and forty or whatever it was, not enough time, mate. I know needed more. Yeah, but yeah. So, okay, cool. Annihilation. So, what would you give? It? I mean, I would give it a good seven and a half for yeah, me. Yeah, me too. I'd agree uh, with that. I like the the concept. I like the the portrayal, the acting, the yeah. special effects. We're all. No, I can't really fault it too much. I just needed a bit more. Yeah. And I don't think I've got enough. Yeah. It's not like your gung-ho type of a, no, like a sci-fi no, film no. where you go in like, you know, guns blazing. I mm -mm. think it's a real kind of thought provoker. Yeah. yeah. You've got to take your time with it. Yeah, exactly. You you ask questions and it asks questions of you. Yeah. So if you like that, then go check it yeah, out. Exactly. All right. What else cool. have we got? The Night Comes For Us. What well, a title. This is a film that we've been meaning to review for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. And this film is, I saw I this film. I still haven't seen it. I saw it last night. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And it's got our friend Uko Oase mm. from The Raid. And who was also recently in yeah. Mile, 22. Mile 22. And he also popped up in Force Awakens, actually, yeah, on, the, on the Millennium Falcon. Mm. But, oh man. Okay, I'm going to just start off with, with a few comments. I'm not going to... I'll be honest, there's not much of a great story behind this. Yeah. And there doesn't need to be. Yeah. This is... Okay, I've seen The Raid. Right. Yeah. But this is... Probably the most violent film I've seen in my life. Okay, I've got to just that's it. That's all I'm going to say. This is probably the the most violent film I've seen in my life. Whoa! And I've seen the raid. Whoa! Yeah, and I've seen Hostel or whatever it may be. Yeah, is it? I mean, Hostel is different kind of violence, but this. Oh what, man! Bone crunching, neck breaking, arm People locking. People are getting shot up, stabbed, cut, sliced, blown up. I, I can only imagine the amount of litres of fake blood <laughs> they used blood in this film. This. And also, again, this film presented some of the most 
what's the word I'm looking for? Some of the most uh, resilient people. Wow. I mean, people are getting stabbed ba- four, five, six times and they're still fighting. Oh, it's a proper, it's like Michael typical. Myers. Yeah. Typical, <laughs> they are a bunch of Michael Myers. It's yeah. typical movie stuff. Yeah. That's a yeah. bit unrealistic. Yeah. Because if you're getting stabbed up six times. Enough times they're getting stabbed, you know, and they're still yeah. fighting with like full force. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this film. Oh man, it's just basically. The, the, I'll give you a rough premise of what it's sure. about. I'm going to spoil it because yeah, I know yeah. you want to watch it. Yeah, I want to watch it. Yeah, but it's about. Uh, it's yeah. It's it's based in. But I think it, it's, does he is he a villain in this or? I'm not going to say. All right, I'm not okay. Say, but it's based in in Malaysia. Jakarta, I think, is mentioned in the film. Yeah, and it's about. Uh, and they say this in the film, but in, in the beginning, sort of credits. So make, yeah. just obviously. Some of the credits are a bit fast sometimes. I have to pause it to, to read. Maybe I'm a slow reader. But, <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, yeah, so it talks about the triads and there's different okay. gangs and stuff like that. And yeah. that's the premise of, of these people. They're like, they're not good people, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah. And things happen, dis, you know, dis, dis, uh, disruptions happen, uh, arguments happen within the factions and it causes war, basically. Right, So that's okay. that. But... Yeah, there's just, uh, there's not much of a story, you know? Yeah. There is a story, but it's just the story we could have written out in 10 minutes. Right, wow. But it's it's fighting. So it's, it's just it's fighting. It's basically a physical, like it's, one of those films, physical, and it relies on the lead actors to take us on that journey. Yeah, and there's so many like people that, uh, people are just getting chopped up. There's lots of axes. There's lots of funny looking knives. There's some yeah. really like hot women in it that can yeah. fight. Wow. And... There's, there's different uses. There's, there's English is spoken in it. The, the native language, I'm not sure what it's called. It's Chinese, Japanese is spoken English. It's a bit of English spoken in it. Wow. So at times the subtitles disappear and it's English. Yeah. But you're not sure why they're speaking English. Yeah. Because the next second they'll start speaking their native language. There's right. no reason for them to... Be speaking in English. Yeah, apart from yeah. when I saw the credits, the credits represented people from the native country. I saw like English or American names in there. Right. I saw a French name in there. I saw a Chinese. So maybe the producer said, oh yeah, we want our language in there. Chuck chuck a few languages in there. I don't know why. It kind of mixed up a bit, but all I can say is with this review, without giving away the story, which isn't much to be honest. I mean, it's violent. Okay. There there was, there's a scene basically where someone gets his head uh, machine gunned. Oh. He gets his head machine gunned. Another person gets blown up with a grenade. A person gets stabbed in their forearm. Yeah. Near where their elbow is. And then the, the knife is pulled. Oh my <laughs> the God. The knife is pulled down towards their hand. The most painful. Oh God. It's like, it just gets, they get stabbed in. That's like they, medieval. They pull it down. I mean, these people, you've got to be superhuman sometimes to, to do some of the stuff that you see. Because yeah. it's not easy to just like, you know, do some of the things that I'm saying. Yeah, of course. Like stabbing someone through the head or... Just stabbing someone down the back and ripping just, out their belly. Just stabbing someone. Yeah, it's just, but it, it's, it's just the most violent film I've seen in my life. So basically this film is depicting like the most extreme. Unrealistic. Act, uh, yeah, acts of violence, but mm. it's entertaining though. Oh, a hundred percent. Wicked. It's entertaining. The fights. Yeah. Are, they go for long, long sometimes, t- man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, only thing, the only thing that I find in this, that I find with a lot of karate films, mm. Is. I love you say karate film. <laughs> what, what? No, it was karate. <laughs> what? This is crazy how you say karate film. What, 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 
What am I supposed to say? It reminds me of like Ross when from Friends when he said karate. Is like, it? Yeah. yeah, like martial arts films. Oh, the martial arts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I call them karate films. <laughs> the, 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 the thing that happens a lot is that Say me and you were fighting yeah, and there's yeah. a whole room of baddies. I, I'm, I, let's say I'm the goodie. Yeah. Yeah. And you're the baddie, for example. Yeah. And you've got your whole crew. Yeah. And we're fighting, fighting, fighting. What? what are <laughs> they, they just doing? sort of seem to wait around. <laughs> <laughs> but they're sort of moving because they can't just stand still. <laughs> so they're kind of moving, shuffling around, not doing much. Like yeah. doing like, like a, sometimes you see like, you think to yourself, hold on a second. When what, he's facing could, that way, he can get kicked yeah, that way. They, they, they should all realistically be able to just storm him yeah, at yeah. once and he should have no chance. But I get it. It's, it's an unwritten rule. Otherwise yeah, there'll be no film. Exactly. But they do kind of, there are some points where they handle that well because yeah. they can, some of these guys are so skillful. They can like fight three or four yeah. at one time. But this is why I like the raid. I'm not sure if you remember the raid part two. There's a scene where he's in the cubicle. Mm. Now you can't fit more than three people mm, in the cubicle, mm. right? So what happens is he, they start coming one after he starts mm. bashing them in and breaking them and blah, 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 like that, right? So that I can, I can yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. But you're right. If it's in kind of like a yeah, bit open then, space. Yeah. And they've got all axes and knives and everything. throw one at you. Yeah, him. it's mad. But yeah, it, it is, you, all I can say is watch this film. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's two hours. Okay. It's so a good. You're getting your money's worth. Entertainment. Yeah. Good. I'll give it a good eight. Oh, wicked. I'll all give right. it a good eight. Shit story, yeah, but fighting, just watch next it level for that. fighting, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna watch next that. level fighting. Okay, all right, that takes us on to Slaughterhouse Rules, yeah. a film which I saw, I think this was on Wednesday, so I was able to kind of like catch this. And I looked at, I like, I didn't know anything about this movie, didn't know it was coming. I just had a look and I thought, oh, okay, Simon Pegg, Nick mm. Frost. Mm. It's got the one of the guys from Peaky Blinders in it as well. Okay. I thought, you know what? Yeah. Mm. Michael Sheen's in it as well, yeah? Michael Sheen, who yeah. doesn't put a, a step wrong, basically. He's, okay. like, he's like a really good actor. And But for me, the draw was Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Mm. Yeah. And I thought, okay, it might be kind of like a bit of a Shaun of the, yeah. Shaun of the Dead type of a Hot film. Hot kind of vibe. That vibe to it. Okay, so basically the setup is this. I think his name is Finn Cole. He plays, I don't even know, remember what his name is, but just say Finn. His mum wants him to go to a really, really prestigious public school, private school called Slaughterhouse. Oh my gosh. Right. Slaughter, so this is called Slaughterhouse. And she's like, hey, like, you know what? I've got the brochure for you and have a look. And he's like, mum, it's called Slaughterhouse. What the hell? So I thought to myself, this is interesting. You know, we're in on it as well. It's called Slaughterhouse, but the mum is quite keen on him to go. So lo and behold, he ends up at Slaughterhouse and it's got the kid from who plays his roommate, Ace Asa, Asa Butterfield. Oh, Asa Butterfield. Yeah, he was, yeah. Tipped, to play, he was tipped to be Spider-Man for quite a while. So but, he, yeah, 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 wow. Okay, so a, a, Asa, is it Asa? Asa, Asa Butterfield. Right, yeah. Okay, so Asa Butterfield, sorry. Uh, Asa Butterfield, he's his roommate and, you know, we find out that he's going through... Is he through British? Some, he's British. Oh, he is? Yeah, this I all, didn't know yeah, that. All, okay. all British cast. Oh, so Asa Butterfield, and um, he was in Hugo. Did you ever, did you ever see that? I didn't watch it, but I know okay. the film. Yeah. And so he plays his roommate, and you know what? You get int introduced to these characters. You know, you've got the prefects who are, they're basically like wardens. Mm. Like, they're like pr prison, prisoners, uh, prison wardens. Yeah. Like, you can't do this, you can't do that, <laughs> and like, slap on the wrist, you yeah. know, bend over, slap your bum, type of thing <laughs> like that, right? So it's, everything is ramped up, like, to number 11, like, on this thing. 
it's a mixture of like you could say imagine if it was like harry potter versus like scum Okay. Do you remember that film Scum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, you know, liken it to something like that. You know, there's a few funny bits here and there, a few characters, story prods along where there's fracking going on. Okay, actual fracking. Actual fracking. Okay. Fracking is going on on the grounds of the school and they dig in, dig in, dig in, dig in, dig in, dig in and the digging creates this massive hole. Mm. Now, out of the hole... The dead and the, the demons and all that. ...comes out something unholy <laughs> and unwanted which then wreaks havoc on the whole school that's your plot that is the plot right i've got to say i was i was watching the movie and i was thinking to myself i should be enjoying this film oh my god i should be should enjoying be. this film and instead i was looking at my phone serious and i never do that oh my god i never do that so slaughterhouse did not rule it was slaughtering me mate oh my gosh simon Pegg, he was yeah he's funny he's got obviously he's you know this is simon Pegg, and when he's on you want to watch him and and nick frost is in it as well and nick frost i was like okay come on you could have done a better role than this and my michael sheen or martin sheen or whatever his name is so over the top and so camp mm. i was just like all right clearly this is you know, you've you've taken it to forget eleven. Bloody hell! What are you <laughs> taking up to? I just didn't find it funny. I thought the CGI was like poor. Okay. I thought it just kind of didn't warrant the whole like, hey, we're in a movie and we're like, you know, end of the world type of a movie. But it just didn't have the end of the world stakes. Mm, okay. You know, where you believe the characters, and it was just a rip off. It just needed to do. It needed to try a lot harder. Mm. And in the end, I was just like left a bit like deflated. Mm. So like, mm. like stars, like school stars, I'd probably just give it like, you know, like two, <laughs> two, star two oh stars. Gosh. That's, that's, that's out of that's, 10. That's the tension. Like, yeah, that's territory. like seriously, like yeah. you're expelled. Oh my gosh. <laughs> expelled. <laughs> you're, you go never home. never had a film expelled before. <laughs> Get out of the okay. top 10. And what did it, what did it land in at? Uh, that'll come up next week all oh, right okay yeah. we'll see i mean if it's number one which i highly doubt it yeah i doubt yeah no, it'd probably be about eight eight or nine seven oh eight or nine gosh one of those mm. all right okay. that's it ladies right. and gents cool film reviews all good yeah well half good uh mostly good next we have hidden gems, gems. so yes yeah, the part of the show where we highlight some of the films that you may have missed some of the films that were not big blockbusters but were massive, massive films in our hearts and, and, and in our minds as well. And the first one we have from 2006 is... Children of Men. Children of Hombres. That's, the title itself is... I love films that have those titles that are almost riddles or, or uh, titles that just make no sense, but make sense. You know what I mean? I know. And I, I saw this film, right? Number one, partly because... It's directed by Alfonso Cauron. Oh, he done uh, uh, the space film with uh, Sandra Bullock. Gravity. Gravity, yeah. He directed the third part of Harry Potter, which was for Never me... Never seen, okay. Brilliant. Is it? Dark. Okay. Really, really good. Okay. Really, really good. So when, he came, when, when I heard that he was making this film, I thought, I've got to just watch this. Mm. And so Children of, of Men, it's a dystopian... It's described as a dystopian thriller. Mm. And basically, there's no so there are no children in the movie, yeah, or there are no. It's a future that can actually happen, yeah, in some way. Women are infertile, yeah. No more or children men can or be men born, yeah. yeah. No more children can be born, yeah. 
And the feature looks quite, you're right, it's quite dystopian. It's not clean and crispy like people think it's going to be, is it? I saw this movie and I was like, this is dull. Yeah. This is grey. Yeah. This is London. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, you know what, this is what we see, like, you know, when I look out the window, it just was totally that. <laughs> So you've got this faction, this group, they, uh, I can't remember exactly what they're called. They're kind of like, they're considered like the terrorists. Mm. They want to overthrow the government. Okay. And in and I've seen this in kind of quite a few films. We saw this in V for Vendetta. Oh yes, okay. Yep, yep, yep. 1984. You know, this kind of big brother type of a society where everyone's watching you. Okay. Controlling what you say, yeah. controlling what you do. And people are just trying to survive. Mm. So the main, uh, the hero of the film or the anti-hero, if you want to call it, is... Um, Steve Owen? No, not Steve Owen. Steve, is it the main? Uh, Clive Owen, sorry. Clive Owen. Clive Owen, yeah. Clive Owen. Is Ch- Chieto Ejiofor in this film as well? He is, isn't he? Your twin's in it. My twin? Yeah. Who's that? He, Chewy. <laughs> he looks <laughs> like, like you, man. <laughs> Seriously, he does. <laughs> no way. Seriously. No All way. I'm waiting Flicks for you the, to do let's is have a vote. the yeah. staff of... <laughs> the staff of the living tribunal. The, yeah, tribunal. When you were doing that, <laughs> I was honestly, I think, I'm not sure if I filmed it or I remembered it. When oh you were doing it, gosh. I was like, oh my God, this Chewy. is Chewy from, <laughs> like, you know. Edge of four. <laughs> All right, so the film is set in 2027. So what's that? That's only not, 11. Yeah, it's not too far. I guess when it was made, it was 2006. But yeah. still, it's not too far in the future, you know. Yeah, so the United Kingdom, so this is, is, is based in the United Kingdom, mm. one of the very few stable nations in the world. A lot of people go there. Uh, a lot of people come to the UK for asylum. Which is now, isn't it? Not anymore. But I mean, <laughs> back then, yeah. probably you would come to yeah, England yeah, like, you know, for yeah. asylum. So it was very current at the yeah. time, I think, back in 2006. Yeah, I think then, probably all close to then, that's when a lot of countries were made into the EU, like Poland and... Uh, some other countries like that. And that's where we saw a lot of uh, migration, migration coming from Eastern Europe exactly. at, at that time, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so because of this, in the movie, the the United Kingdom has come this police state. Mm. So they want to control who's coming in, who's going out. You can't come in, you can't come out. And if you, you know, only basically the rich people can come and go as they please. Very poor people. All right. And I think he plays, he plays a guy called Theon. Uh, sorry, Theo Farron. Okay. He's a former activist and he's turned like he's, he's a bureaucrat. He he works in the office now. He doesn't want to get involved in the whole thing. Keeps his head down. There's, I remember there being like kind of a couple of explosions, and he doesn't want to kind of get involved in all of that. But he was a former activist. And what happens is one day he gets kidnapped. Oh. By none other than Julianne Moore. Yes. Yeah. 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 She's good. Yeah. yeah she's really good. Yeah. So she kidnaps him, and she says to him, "Look, I'm going to offer you some money." The thing is, right, I need you to get some transit papers because we need to ship someone out. We need to ship uh, someone out. And this person is really, really, really important. And the reason why she is important, well, it becomes apparent, you know, late, you know later on during the film. Mm. So then this film becomes this kind of film of survival. They have to, um, Clive Owen has to get this refugee out of the country. So has to dodge bullets has to get over, um, you know, get past the police. Yeah. And he's, they're being chased. Yeah. There's factions, there's groups, and there's all this sort of stuff. And I remember though, there's, there's kind of like a, they filmed it like as if it was like a war, mm. a, a war going on. There's yeah. a scene in there where they had to get through the, you know, the fighting. The blockade. There's a scene in it that's filmed in one shot. Uh, and it's a, a scene when they're in a car 
Yeah. And uh, the camera's like really, di- really dynamic. The camera's almost in the car. Yeah. And they're being chased by a person on the motorbike. The person, person on the motorbike tries to throw like a, like a, like a bottle with like a flame on it, like to try and burn them out kind of thing. Yeah. There's shots getting fired and it was all shot in one shot. Yeah. From what I understand that it was, from what I understand, it was really hard to do in one shot. The The technicalities was, was really difficult. Yeah. And there was a few mistakes that happened that are still in the, in the cut. Oh really? So there's like things like debris and stuff like that uh, come out and hit the camera. And it was kept in because it made it look more realistic. Like a documentary yeah, type. Yeah, yeah. Because that, 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 that scene was really cutting edge yeah. at the time. And I remember watching this film and I was like, I was blown away by it. Yeah, yeah. The look, the feel of it, you know, this kind of, like like we said about, the, you know, this dystopia, mm. this kind of, imagine, you know, um, do you remember Aliens and Newt, mm. the little girl? Mm like ravaged almost almost like that where like no clothes yeah. people are poor people are kind of like you know they don't know what to do and you know you've got the refugees you've got the asylum seekers and you know and in a lot of countries this stuff is going on oh yeah 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 it's true and you know you have people want to come into kind of england or want to come to the west but you had this character who wants to take this person outside of it mm. so it was brilliant. It was fantastic. There's a lot of drama in it. There's a lot of, there's an action that scene that you kind of mentioned yeah. heightens the tension. Yeah. So now we're thinking, right, okay, we're following this person on this journey, mm. right? Are we going to get to the end of it? Is this person, obviously I'm not going to spoil it mm. for the people who haven't seen it, but please go ahead and mm. watch this movie. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's wicked. Because the person's pregnant at the time, isn't it? I think she's pregnant and she's like, she's so precious that he's trying to protect her and stuff. Yeah. Because we learn at the beginning of the mm. movie that humanity has become infertile. No more, yeah, which is something that is just a bleak, bleak, bleak and, future. And it's almost biblical. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the mm-hmm. saviour. Mm-hmm. This child being yeah. born is, is the saviour. And one thing that I remember is the baby, uh, I think the police, they see her pregnant and they're like, oh my, even the police stop doing what yeah. they're doing. There's a scene where she walks through and everyone just stops and it's quiet because everyone's shocked to see that she's... Because they've never seen a yeah, pregnant woman exactly. before. Yeah, yeah crazy that was wicked yeah. yeah so ladies and gentlemen please go out That this is a hidden gem mm. um, yeah just check it out children of men yep cool next one uh, hidden gem uh, Ip Man or is it Yip, how, do you, how, do you, how do you pronounce it Yip Man or no, Ip Man yeah, Ip Man okay I used to say IP Man I didn't know <laughs> ages I said IP I remember when you said IP <laughs> Man IP Man <laughs> and then when I said to you what do you mean and you were like what but it's IP it's IP <laughs> <laughs> So this film came out in 2008. So it's yeah. al- it almost is a two category. Well, it is two categories. Anniversary Corner and it's a hidden gem. But yeah, it stars Donnie Yen. And it's basically back in, uh, I think the, f- four, I want to say 40s. Uh, I think it's somewhere around when World War was happening and Japanese were uh, sort Occupied. of occupying China, China and there was all this unrest and, and you know, beef happening. And uh, Donnie Yen's character... Uh, is a man who wants to help his people, help his village and make sure people are not, you know, unduly, you know, beaten and, you know, killed and stuff like that. So he's a bit of a protector in his, in, in, in his, in his, uh, in his village. But he's, yeah, he's basically, Ip Man is like a martial arts, as I said it properly this time, he's like a martial arts, like guru, wizard, like, you know, Sansei. In real life, he actually uh, helped train Bruce Lee. Yeah, uh, but he's really good with the Tai Chi sort of. Uh, I guess he's good with lots of things, but Tai Chi, like you know, with the wooden kind of. He ain't as good as you though. No, no, no. I was, obviously, people know that. I ain't got to say that, but 
He's okay, you know. But so, I got to say it. <laughs> you know the wooden kind of wooden, um, the wooden, the wooden man type thing. People yeah. go, psh, 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 they, you know, they, psh, they hit their elbows on it and stuff. And he's like really quick with that. Yeah. But yeah, the reason why I put It Man on here is because it's a really good. I mean, there's It Man One, It Man Two, It Man Three. It Man Three has got uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. In it. In yeah. It, yeah. And I mean, as the It Mans go up, <laughs> as the It Mans go up. I think the, the quality is obviously <laughs> dwindles. It, yeah, it kind of gets diluted and just more action and stuff. Yeah, but uh, it man one. All I can say is it man one to me. For me, this day has got one of the best fight scenes I've ever, that I've seen. Yeah, I mean, if there's Crouching Tiger up there, Matrix is up there. Yeah, you know, but I mean, actual quality mm. fight scenes. I mean, there's fight scenes in films that are hidden gems or like yeah. uh, Armor of God. Uh, Classic Jackie Chan and there's so many, but Ip Man. Oh my gosh! There's a scene in a dojo yeah. where Ip Man is he's un, he's unhappy that his people are being held as prisoners. He right. goes to the dojo and the dojo is being run by these Japanese, by a Japanese sort of general. Yeah, and he, I think he wants. I think someone has been killed or something. Something bad's happened and he's really angry. Yeah, really angry. He goes into the dojo. And he basically challenges all these men. Right. And the the general says, get him or something. And all these men surround him. Yeah. There's about, I think there's about 10 <laughs> men that surround him. Yeah. And uh, this scene goes on for not that long, maybe a minute and 20 seconds. Right. But the way he deals with these people. <laughs> Wicked. The, he, he's doing these punches and he breaks a couple of their legs or arms and he just deals with them on a next level and the whole time yeah his face like i was like what i said before about donnie yen when we mentioned uh iron monkey yeah his face doesn't change the whole time <laughs> he's so serious and calm yeah that's probably when he's at his most deadly yeah he's most doesn't lethal. make any noise he doesn't go ah, ah, none of that <laughs> his mouth doesn't even open he's just there fighting fighting serious these people get dealt with and then he finishes them <laughs> And then more men come and surround him. Yeah. And then the general says, stop. And then he gets his little bag. I think he's got his rice in it or something like that. Yeah. And then he walks off. It's just a next level of yeah. fighting. Yeah. It Man is a good film. Yeah, yeah. Politically charged. It is. It's got good characters. It's quite, you know, subtle. It's the first one. So the budget isn't that big. Yeah. And then the fights in between is really good. So if you're going to watch any It Man, watch part one. Part one. But part three, if you can get part three, watch it for the Tyson fight. <laughs> it is mad funny. <laughs> Honestly, Tyson and Ip Man fighting, yeah, in a warehouse. Mad funny. Oh, There's a little girl God. in there as well that's downstairs and... A balloon, like an it balloon. It's mad. Yeah. It's mad. And what you did um, with It Man Three? Mm. What year is that? Do they say what year is supposed to be set in? Oh, it's set back in the day as well. Back yeah, in yeah, the day yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know yeah. what Tyson's even doing there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's Tyson. Even his, his his tattoos on his face and everything, and there's, there's his his voice sounds a bit dubbed. It's weird. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just, okay. It just sounds weird, but. I just had to say, it almost reminded me of like what, of playing or watching Street Fighter on screen, <laughs> watching Balrog versus Fei Long or something, you know? <laughs> so, Balrog. I'm telling you, man. That's so true, man. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I could shit. definitely give It Man like a good eight out okay. of ten. Yeah. If I was to rate it. But yeah, definitely Hidden Gem, guys. Watch It Man. All right. The last Hidden Gem we have is a film called The Jacket. The Jacket. The Jacket I've only seen once quite a while ago. And yeah. it is a Hidden Gem because I literally came across it like randomly. Yeah. Came out in 2005. It stars Adrian Brody. Okay, yeah. Who, uh, who was in The Piano. He was in uh, yeah. Godzilla. Yeah. Was he in Godzilla? 
Yes, you're right. Godzilla, Godzilla, yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla yeah. In, in The Predators. In The Predators as well. He's been in a few films over the years. And it also stars, this came out in 2005, the same year Casino Royale came out. And it also right. stars David, uh, Craig, da- Craig David, uh, Craig <laughs> Daniel Craig, David, Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig, okay. Also stars Chris Christopherson. Mm. He's in it as well. There's a few stars in this film. From Blade. Kira Knightley's in it. Yeah, from Blade. Yeah, Kira, did I mention Kira Knightley? I think I might oh, have mentioned her. Yeah. She's in it as well. So it stars uh, like an ex-military, uh, I think it was a soldier, uh, who's suffering from post-traumatic PTSD again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he gets, he's basically, he's come back from the war. He's a bit displaced and so on. And he meets someone who offers him a ride, I believe. And uh, they're stopped by the police in the car. And the police person, the police officer, an altercation happens and the police officer gets killed, actually. Oh. Yeah. And then he gets done for the crime. Right. And he gets put in uh, like a mental asylum because he, he's, he's not right, basically. Something's not right with him. He gets put in a straitjacket and it gets put in a, like, you know, in the morgue when they put you in those, you know, they put you on a, on a, on a slab, or like on a cold slab and they yeah. put you in a sort of fridge type thing. <laughs> he gets put in there, but the fridge isn't on, but it's like the, where they store dead bodies. Sure. He gets put in there for like punishment kind of thing. While he's in there, he goes into these psychedelic type of trips and he imagines all these different scenarios and it's a bit, it's a bit kind of out there. Right. Okay. Uh, this happens a few times, but at the same time, he's in the mental asylum and he's he's talking to people and he's he's trying to get out. He keeps telling people he didn't do it. He's trying to get out. He then doesn't really understand whether like this life is real or what or, he's experiencing when he's in those psychedelic moments is real. Yeah, yeah. They kind of get meshed together. And as a viewer, you kind of think, what's real? Like, yeah. Did he do it? Did he not do it? What's going to happen? Daniel Craig in it. Is like you've never seen him before. Really? He's a bit, yeah, he's definitely. Well, he's a bit crazy. He's a bit crazy. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like Twelve Monkey situation. Okay. When yeah. Brad Pitt's in the mental asylum, yeah. uh, or the hospital, I should say, and yeah, so it's a bit of a weird one. Chris sure. Christopherson's in there. It's Kira Knightley's like an outsider, I believe, and she's, she's trying to sort of help him out and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's a really, really weird film. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a film worth watching because of the the characters that are in it. Yeah. You would never see them in a role like that today. Oh, okay. This is this is 2005, which is 13 years ago. Yeah. So they were in different places in their career. And I do sometimes like to watch films of big stars now when they were there. To see and to what see, they did exactly, before. Exactly, yeah. to see them take roles that they just wouldn't do now. Yeah. And to see how they, obviously they've, they've, their acting developed or... Or, or not developed, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes you do your best work when you're hustling. Yeah, so when, when you're not f- famous. Exactly. So it was a good film, weird film, good film. The ending, I remember being kind of, kind of weird. Right, okay. So, so what, did he do it? Take a moment there. Uh, I'll leave that to people's interpretations if and when they watch it. Okay. Because at the moment, I can't remember. I don't think, do you know what? I don't think he did do it, to be honest. Right, okay. Because I can't see them making him do it and then making us think that he's gone mad when he, you know, it's just, it can't be him. Right. Well, I just can't remember, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a weird film. It's called The Jacket, 2005, Adrian Broody, Kira Knightley. Brilliant. Daniel Craig. It's worth a watch. It yeah. got 7.1 on IMDb. So it's not the best, but it's not the shittest. There's somewhere yeah. in between, but it's more good than bad. Of course. So, yeah. That's interesting, yeah. Go for watch, yeah. All right, brilliant. Cool. So, I, th- I think that brings us to the end of the show. It's been quite an involving show. It's quite oh, a long one, actually. Wow, look, yeah. Two, 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 two. Damn, all the twos today. I know. So, yeah, so we're going to end up now with saying a massive thank you to everyone who tuned in, who downloaded the show, 
uh, keep following us on our social media, Instagram, yep. uh, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, YouTube as well. Uh, and again, we're going to give away a prize as we do every week. Just make sure you are a subscriber. Yep. Uh, make a comment, suggestion, anything you like. And on the end of that suggestion or comment, put on the episode 24 or just E24, EP24. Yep. And you will receive your cinema code to watch any film of your choice at Cineworld or View. But only if you're in the UK. UK. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much again. Thanks a lot, everyone. And uh, we will see you next time. See Peace you out. See you soon.